live. What's up? What's up? What's up, everyone? Welcome to go live. You can hear us in the green room. I feel like we're kind of naked, uh, unawares, thanks to Acer, um, who is, I've just noticed you're sporting a green screen. What does that mean? Oh, you've gone back to, you've gone back to your dank green screen. Uh, but shout out to everyone in the chat who heard us make dank memes. It's going to be an excellent show. Excellent show. Returning to this show is a gentleman who has, well, we haven't had the pleasure of for quite some time. He is my brother from another mother. It is King David. Yeah, no, not that song. What? Sorry, I was playing. Nothing compares to you, but Sinead O'Connor. Why is this messing up? I'm interested in this. He's going That's super sane over here, man. <laughs> hey, you got a lot of new uh, stuff going on over there. Uh, last yeah. time I was here, I noticed through the intro, last time I was here, uh, my beard was uh, black and it went gray waiting for Xbox games. Neo GameSpot said that. I thought it was hilarious on Twitter. Uh, man, it's so fun being back. And I'm actually back with Asa. Uh, and Asa, I lost a couple of points. Uh, once Starfield uh, gave the date, I went down from 99% and I'm back down to 95%, uh, right? All time. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's Still conservative shaving of your points there. Hey, fine, yeah. just take away. <laughs> yeah, Todd, uh, Todd did me dirty, man. <laughs> but the uh, PS5 uh, VR, PlayStation 2 VR, Yes, Ace. I can't wait to you know actually talk to you to hear your thoughts. I don't, I don't want to hear secondhand stuff. I want to hear Ace. <laughs> oh, you'll definitely eat, chew your air out for that. But last but certainly not least is her making of the debut. It is Cassie Cage. Yeah. <laughs> what up, everyone? Uh, everything's cool, man. Glad to be here. Um, I was fortunate enough to hang out with you guys on uh, Big Cloud's pod and uh, hit it off. It was cool. Good time. And uh, glad to be here with you all, man. Thank you. I'm glad for you to join us. Like I said on uh, Big Cloud's show, nope. She's too good. I'm taking her. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, uh, thank you so thank much. You so much bro. Thank you. No, honestly, man, the pleasure is all ours. Are we going to get into it? But last but certainly not least, I cannot, cannot forget Acer. You thought I forgot. It is Acer. Yeah! <laughs> Everyone's already forgotten. I don't want that kind of intro. Um, I've had a throat infection and an eye infection this week, so I might actually die halfway through the show. Oh, I'll try, man, and, I'll try and time it for all the Activision Blizzard King stuff <laughs> just faint at that point his will uh, to live is weak what were you doing sir after our spot perhaps <laughs> <laughs> oh he's so bad sorry to, to hear that you're unwell but you can definitely yeah, you definitely need to sleep through the ABK stuff because we will be talking about that. Before we do that, though, as we were in the green screen, we were talking about it, but might as well talk about it now in front of lovely 223 people live. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, but before we do, what games have you guys been playing? Let us know. Uh, Cassie, what have you been playing? Um, I've been obsessive with this little gizmo right here. It's called an analog pocket, and it has a Pokemon Sapphire on it. I... I love GBA, and oh. so anything to to play GBA at like peak, I'm down for. So got this oh. baby right here. 
it, it's it's really cool man um if and it's also one of those things where you can get like um like things to play like different sort of games like from different like different handhelds from back in the day so it's it's cool if you're into retro gaming that's 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 what i'm into that's what i'm passionate about uh, i've been playing through pokemon sapphire for like the fifth time i would literally delete my my gameplay save file after beating it and then do it all over again that's the type of special kind of asshole that i am so that's what i've been doing <laughs> also super into playing fortnite the new season has been flames. That shit is like Jet Set Radio Future meets Ghost in the Shell meets Ghost of Tsushima. Like I'm down for all of that, bro. It's it's yeah. been sick. Yeah, that even got me. Like Colt Eastwood is like, yo, get on this game. Uh, you it's know so what? Don't, don't tell me that Colt asked you for an invite. Yo, Colt, I know you're watching. I saw you in the chat, and we haven't played yet. Colt, I'm coming for you. Come <laughs> on, man. We gotta do it. We have to do it. We have to do quads, all four of us. Yes. We'll be, be killing it. We'll be killing it. I've been played with Erica, played with Colt um and Blaze. It's just been it's such a good game and can't wait to play. That's a good way to sum it up. It's like the for people who don't know, we haven't tried Fortnite. The new update is crazy. It's added all these grind rails. Yo, King, well. King totally had his Booker T moment. Hulk Hogan! What about you, King? What have you been playing? Fortnite, you just talked about it. Anyway, um, <laughs> now, the new season is definitely dope. I, I didn't know they were going to switch it up so much. It's it's so uh, like uh, plug in and play uh, type of uh, scalable. Uh, the engine is it's crazy. Like from one day and the downtime isn't long, you know, like how some people when they do an update, oh, the downtime is like a, a day or so or whatever. Their yeah. downtime is literally hours and they drop in stuff. And if it doesn't work right there, they take it out. They remove it and they place it back in. A lot of things you know, people probably aren't noticing. There's no animals running around stuff for chickens. Um, there's certain weapons that aren't there, certain augments that aren't there. And the reason why is because it breaks it fundamentally with the new gameplay aspects, like the grinding on the rails, uh, the, the, the sky city that uh, forms in the, uh, the clouds after you know a, a couple of minutes in the round. Um, then you can go up there. It's just so many different aspects and different ways to play, so many different strategies now. It breaks you from getting used to the norm, like how yeah. you would always fly to the same place, do the same yep. looting, and go, no switch it up get different cars different bikes it's dope and i was just explaining to them how to use the sword properly because you know uh gaz was like nah the sword is not killing nobody and <laughs> i said it's, <laughs> it's like a it's like a fighting game once you get the first hit you go into the next uh two hits and then you finish it off mm -hmm. with uh, a finisher it's dope it's, the, it's probably the best topical game that i'm playing now yeah and it's actually the keeps it remarkably fresh despite how long it's come out and it's just literally the prime example of how to do a live service game well Crazy. and i think a lot a lot of companies uh need to take note of that of Fortnite. It, it, it inhabits that top spot for a reason epic do deserve uh their kudos there um yeah. so and then the skins even like even the skins they just keep killing it with like, yep. the thing that actually got me to play Fortnite is oh they got the Dragon Ball Z they had Vegeta there and I was like and then they had I was like right I don't even play this game 
I'm gonna download it and play Vegeta. <laughs> and that's how Hell I discovered yeah. Zero Build Mode. And then then I was hooked. I was like, this game is insane. What have I been sleeping yeah. on this game for? Z- okay. Zero build, build mode is crack. Like for those people that don't yeah. want to do crank 90s and do all this stuff, zero build mode. And if you don't know what crank 90s is, you'll like zero build mode. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that stuff, it's 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 really, it takes it back to the essence of looting, strategy, survival. And if you have your teammates, you know, picking people up, resin, you, you get uh, different roles. Somebody's a sniper. Somebody's a heavy hitter. It's, it's a great game, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you gave me a terror feels like uh, I felt like, and that uh, lizard dude is dope. Yeah, man, they're so good. They're so good. Ace has uh, got his magic up and got the gameplay on. It looks uh, cool. Ace, crazy. Yeah, yeah. The bikes are hard to control, but they're really cool. Um, just like the drift, they got yeah. the drift element of it now. It's just a lot of fun. Um, but Ace, have you played Fortnite? Do you play Fortnite? I've not played any of this season. I've got it installed and I had a little go at it after the um, the Unreal Engine 5 update just to have a play around. I respect Fortnite a lot for what it is, but I can't can't be getting into it. I can't be spending as much money as the likes of you do on your skins and stuff. Like that. <laughs> I've, I've been good. I've been a good boy. I haven't mm. spent that much now. Uh, I'm just, just sticking to my... That, uh, yeah, that's the that's the key word. There. Key word. What have you been playing, Acer? I have been playing a lot of, until I got my eye infection, I was in VR, which is probably where I got it from. Um, <laughs> oh, no. That's rough. Where were you oh, at? What, what sleazy place were you in in VR? <laughs> no, no sleaze, no sleaze. I've, I've been playing a bit of the, the, the PlayStation VR 2 obviously came out, so I've been playing through the Horizon game on that. I've been playing a bit of, um, oh, I can't even remember, the Star Wars game as well, and getting bits and pieces okay. of it done just to see what they're all like, and then flicking back to the PC VR as well. I love VR a lot. I play a lot of VR stuff. Um, in the pancake side of things, I've been playing a bit of... I still haven't finished Horizon Forbidden West, so I thought, as I can't play Call of the Mountain right now, I'm going to try and get a bit more progress going on in that. And I know, King loves that game. He's thinking, I wish I could play that as well. But, but no, no. Yeah. Isn't it on PlayStation Plus right now? It is on PlayStation Plus, yes. Yeah, but I, I, already, so, yeah. I have I remember, it. I remember. So I'm going to go in and it's going to download and I'm going to play it. <laughs> I got to finish the first one first. It's long is all. It's like some games are just so long and this is one of them. It's going to take a long time to get through. Um, it's quite good though. It is quite good. The moment to moment combat and stuff is good anyway. Uh, what else have we been playing? I played Exo Primal today. Um, but guys, yeah. what have you been playing? Okay. Well, actually, that's a good point uh, to mention Exo Primal. I played Exo Primal just before the show, and that game, a lot of people, you know, last week we were talking about this, um, and I said it looked really good. And when da- I think David Jaffe was on, and we're like, this game looks amazing. Uh, and then some people were like, oh, it's coming on Game Pass, it's going to be crap. Um, and then it's like, why they didn't barely market it? But it is such a good game. Like, it is, like, I don't know if it'll have longevity, um, a game like that perhaps needs for long-term success but as soon as i jumped into it i was loving the the games control the feel the different classes you got myriad of different classes uh and everything was you know it's so important in games in my opinion to get tutorials right Mm because that like people have such a short attention span well i have such a short attention span adhd is crazy yeah yeah exactly (laughs) exactly and i was just like but if you can keep me engaged through the tutorial that leads to the game that's great. I was having fun with the tutorial when you actually feel like, oh, this feels nice to, you know, in the tutorial, you switch between classes and guns. And um, it's like, this feels way, I can't wait to play this in an actual matchmaking setting. And yeah. then I jumped into um, 
which was like a team versus team setting. And it added a really good, like, there's, it's not a co-op experience. You can have it. You can fight myriad of dinosaurs with your mechs. But when you have pressure from the other team who are also doing the same thing, and then the AI bot is like, the other team is progressing faster than you. I'm like, oh! And you can see all of us didn't realize that we're pretty new to the game. All the randoms it's um, uh, put me in with. And then, like, we were, you could tell from the movement, it's like, all right, let's shoot some zombies. And as soon as we heard that, Everyone, no one was communicating. This is random people. Boom, everyone's like boosted into the next objective. Everyone's just spamming their supers. And we were so competitive. We lost, but it was so competitive. And then at the end, you all, both teams fight. And whilst there's thousands of bloody dinosaurs and the game doesn't skip a beat, the frame rate does not dip. That's good. It feels smooth. feels great, man. Like, I, I really can't wait for this game. Question. Do you think that Capcom said, okay, we're going to save the marketing budget as far as promotion and stuff goes because we already have the Game Pass element going on there and we could have, you know, the 30 million people watching that and uh, getting on there. We don't have to worry about that. And we can use that marketing budget for Resident Evil 4? That's a very good question because you know what that alludes to? That alludes to the fact that, the, in my opinion, as you were talking there, I was like, hold on. You, you, what that means is a developer uh, or game or whatever, a developer or publisher outfit that's about to have a game come out on Game Pass can think, is like, not only do we get money for getting, uh, putting this game up front, money up front to get this game on Game Pass, what we benefit from is what I would dub organic marketing, like yep. we saw with Hyper Rush. Yeah. Exactly. And we're seeing that in social media with uh, Exo Primal anyway, not, not uh, people who downloaded the beta, people who are sharing the clip. Mighty Keith was like, this game is amazing. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, Mighty Keith is interested in this as well. Like, this isn't, like, everyone is generally excited. The gameplay looks amazing. It yeah. looks as good as what the trailer showed. And that's a great point. Why would you, games like this were probably better off marketed organically through, because the game, the metric has changed. Yeah, uh, like Starfield, we don't, you can't yeah. have that. Yeah, Starfield needs a big yeah. budget advertising campaign. Starfield needs like promotion going in, tutorials going in uh, to bring viewers' eyes in. This game, from the looks of it, seems like it's multiplayer engagement and word of mouth would do this game fine. And it looks to me right now that it's streamable, right? So the fact that it's streamable, stream, yeah. streamable eyes is on it. Everybody gets a chance to play it. And then us, we always want to clip and share. We're doing the promotion for them. Saves them the dollars. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, Cassie, have definitely. you played this game? Uh, no, I haven't. It's a, it's one of those things where I, I looked at it. I was kind of interested in it. I might check it out You know, now because I'm getting good word of mouth, basically. So the Open beta. I, can yeah. Do All right. Yeah, I'll definitely download it. But um, it, it's cool. For me personally, when you say Battle Pass, like instantly your game gets like slashed by half the price. <laughs> so like, I'm sorry. I just can't take it seriously. Like, look at, you know, um, Suicide Squad. That game yeah. looks like looks super mid and they're asking what 70 for it now nah, and it's gonna have battle pass uh yeah i'm good on that but yeah. uh i think game pass is great for for games like that you know that uh yeah. i can have access to instantly and yeah there's a battle pass but if the gameplay is worth it then i wouldn't mind indulging 
Yeah, no, I, I would definitely. There's no, there's no skin on for your back, but from time um, to try the open beta, I would. I'd like to get your thoughts on it once you have had a chance to play it, because you might be surprised. You might it's be surprised. weird though. Like I found, you're you're right, visually and performance wise, it's really nice. The classes are cool. The presentation's good, but the game mode that it has, it's only got in the um, in the beta. It's only got I can't remember what they call it, like war games or something. As it's um, it's yeah. one thing that you can do, and like you described there, you start off, you go five versus five, and it starts off um, as a race doing like pve objective shooting dinosaurs and stuff and then it, at the end of it you go into like a big arena to fight each other and collect i can't remember what they were like batteries or some yeah. nonsense like that it felt to yeah. me like the first 15 minutes of the game meant absolutely nothing it's a silly like run around blasting and it's like yeah. oh you're in the lead good good job good job and then it puts you against <laughs> each other and none of it actually mattered whatsoever so it definitely needs something other than the game mode that's in the beta if it's going to have any legs i think but that's a good point actually i didn't realize what did that because there's a lot to take in especially the first first match what did that count towards like all that it put you in that last arena ahead of the other team so you could get a head start collecting your chips batteries whatever it was but that's that's kind of huge if you can get a leg up on the competition well it probably has more to do with the battle pass right so uh when you out of beta and the battle pass and you know it probably has a lot more to do like uh mission dates like uh objectives quests stuff like that yeah probably works that way yeah yeah definitely uh, i think well, good players will uh definitely capitalize on any kind of time it voyage they will oh, get yeah. in a game like that Right now, we don't really understand, or I didn't understand it that much because I was trying to get a hang of all the different classes and you're looking at the bottom what they do. And it was pretty straightforward. Like, you can kind of figure out what's actually doing that because sometimes you get really obscure abilities and you're like, what's that actually doing? But you've got a healer class, you've got a tank class. What did you uh, gravitate towards to? Um, I think it was, uh, I was more the base, you know, the assault classes. Okay. I tried... And in the assault class, there was a melee class, which I actually really liked. And I found that the other team as well, they were, because of the maneuverability in the final stage, you could just get really, like, you can kill the other team. And right. pretty quickly, it's not like long, drawn-out battles. And I felt like this, the speed of the melee class was way good. Um, at the end, I actually tried a, because um, our team was losing, and you compared, this is always the case. When you're playing a PvP game, you're always stuck with people who just just sitting there going you feel like your team's like <laughs> and the other team is like some SWAT team working together i can see them they've got a support class someone's healing them all bunched up together. everybody working together yeah. you know, oh, and my then game look at my team and they're everywhere else i, I yeah, went really? through all of it our team was was doing fine we were working together someone had kindly gone support i was just being an idiot with the explosion guy shooting grenades everywhere because i like explosions we went through all the races <laughs> like your team's in the lead your team's in the lead you're doing great your team's in the lead your team's in the lead and we were we got to the arena bit and we were like 40 points to zero and then one of the other team dropped out and oh, they got yeah. replaced with a bot and the bot was fucking immense and their team won <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the bots that uh, you get in Halo Infinite because those bots, as soon as you see 343, they're like, oh god, here we go. <laughs> my team is just free kills to the other team. So, uh, yeah, no, no, it's just so much fun. Uh, genuinely, this is another game that's coming out on Game Pass as well. So, there's like no skin off people's back. I think it that's crazy. I think why? that part. All right. So, we always notice how uh, Game Pass is dropping games 
and you know dropping games in day and date right yeah a game of this magnitude I think you're going to take more new IPs launching into these services like, you know, PlayStation Now and uh, Game uh, Game Pass, all because of the free promotion, the, the, the engagement. These companies are learning now that engagement is the key, right? Engage a uh, battle pass. Of course, if you're if you get the game for free, technically, Tikasi yeah. just said it. I'm not paying $70 and giving you battle pass money. But if it's inside Game Pass. You may look at that battle pass like, mm, I can do that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would. It, and, and it sells itself because they already got their money off top from uh, Microsoft, right? And yep. now the battle pass money and now is engagement from that, fall, that, that moment on. I thought it was incredible that Microsoft is able to make these little deals that just spring up. We didn't yeah. know that it was going to happen, and then you know, uh, then the yep. beta comes out, and then you know the announcement and stuff. It's 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 really refreshing to see how they're able to modulate these things for us to get us in, in um, engagement in these services. The services are working how they're supposed to now. Both of them, yeah, no, absolutely, won't. yeah, no, both of them are definitely. PlayStation Plus has got a very strong month as well. Mm-hmm. So this there. month is crazy for them. It's like yeah. eleven different new games. It's it's crazy. Yeah, no, both services are really going toe-to-toe now because, as we know, Sony is, despite some of the uh, statements that they say, we're so far behind, it's impossible for us to catch up. They are still trying, and they're doing a good job as well. Obviously, it's um, Microsoft also, you're right there, uh, King. That's a good example of Microsoft being agile in assessing what kind of games it would introduce to this service because there's a constant permeating like thing. Game Pass is like an organic kind of advertising driver for them it keeps engagement high you need that aggressive take um to make this successful i I think the teams changed over at microsoft i think once Mm -hmm. game pass became the platform Mm -hmm. i believe they have a game pass division right and they have Mm -hmm. their own section separate from xbox right so you have xbox things going on you have bethesda things going on um but the Game Pass division, I believe they have a whole different strategy opposed to the Xbox platform. I believe yeah. they have a whole uh, different marketing team because a lot of times we're saying, oh, Xbox uh, failed to meet these deliverables, right? Yeah. But then here yeah. comes Game Pass to save the day. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, this game is uh, day and day in here. You know, Liza P, games like that, that mm. uh, we see that's supposed to be heavy hitters landing day one in uh, game pass it leads you to believe that there's a different head that's working that division and it's taking care of that because it's impossible for one overarching boss to work microsoft uh game pass xbox bethesda it has to be structured off and I was just about to say, isn't it Sarah Bond? Mm-hmm. She's the one who really pushed and made Game Pass what it is. She surely is the person who is primarily in the driving seat. We don't know. We don't know because it's such a multifaceted thing. Like Game Pass is yeah. part of Xbox's DNA. It's a pretty like instrumental part of its business. Uh, but Sarah Bond looks like she might be the prime candidate to ha- take on the baton from Phil Spencer. Ex- but King David shakes his head. Not gonna happen. Why? Matt Booty's in that spot. We don't hear Matt it's Booty. Matt Booty, right for that spot. It, it, what what I what I say is right. 
this, the brightest star is not necessarily the one, right? It's mm. the, the the one who's actually doing the little things that you probably don't see. It's little things that's probably happening that Matt has a total control over, but he doesn't get the recognition. Now, that individual that doesn't get the recognition but does the work and does it efficiently, that individual mm. is at the top of the list. Because remember, there's a metrics that's working there, and they're using this uh, AI to evaluate the employees. So we don't know where the AI has who ranked where. Right. So we don't know mm-hmm. if we can see Sarah Bond like, oh, man, she's doing it. She's the star. But we don't know what uh, Matt Booty's rating is in, in, in the company. Right. Internally. So, yeah. Yeah. So internally, internally, from what I understand, it's Matt. OK. He may oh, the AI that's the rating them is gunning for his dude. job. right go i'm all for it with our new ai overlords i'm ready for the singularity people no Um, (laughs) (laughs) shout shout out to ky bob our oldest member for 27 months yeah he says hello fine folks the source flows through here yes it does of course it does um so yeah exo primal great great game do check it check it out cassie if you can um yeah i'm gonna download uh, it after this yeah definitely i'd love to hear your thoughts on it you guys are seeing saying on planet side that that's an old game that i remember that was that was sick comparing it to that okay yeah that lost planet i saw that there you go lost planet i'm sorry Oh, you meant Lost Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early 360 game. Freaking dope. Yeah. That was Capcom That's at that Capcom as well. Yeah. yeah. So they probably went back to a couple of things, and it was like, you know, how can we re- rework stuff? Because you don't want uh, Lost Planet to feel like um, Gears of War and Frozen Tundra, right? Exactly. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's see what we can do, how we can bring back these IPs and rework them. I don't know. They're doing a great job. I think Capcom, somebody told me that Capcom wouldn't be Capcom if it wasn't for PlayStation helping them with Street Fighter. Right? And I'm like, this oh, is yeah. this is kind of uh, true because at that period of time, they was at death's door. And yep. nobody wanted to fund Street Fighter. They went to Microsoft. Microsoft didn't fund it. But uh, PlayStation did. But it made it exclusive. What I'm saying is, I, I said that's partially true. I said because you're looking to give someone too much credit. They don't run Capcom's day-to-day business, but what they did was allocate them some funds, help get yeah. one game over the finish line, and that game actually turned out to be great. It was broken in the beginning, but turned out to be great. Oh, it was so- a mess. It was it was lacking. You you could tell you could tell that that game launched when Capcom isn't was at their worst state. They <laughs> barely bomb. got that one out. <laughs> but they fixed it <laughs> over time, and I think the the money that they made, they invested it wisely remakes mm. the remakes from the ground up are fundamentally taking the thoughts of new players and uh keeping us older players warm with the feelings of the old games but introducing it into a new style and we yeah. all are pleased right so they they are taking the monies that they made from street fighter and they're making these new games and they're fixing the old games Th- that's smart business they did smart business with their money yeah, I don't know how much of that money had a sway on it, but there was a time where Capcom was really not doing well. It's almost like the Ubisoft of uh, mm-hmm. current, like, current gen. And wow, what a glow up. 
that for Capcom because for Monster Hunter World, which was a big like U-turn for it, like yep. changing with the Resident Evil remakes, and now Resident Evil Four has come out. I, I wasn't. I liked Resident Evil Four, but it wasn't scary enough. I remember that playing on the GameCube, and I came. We talked about it last week, and Resident Evil Four remake. I said this is so good. Day one, I'm pre-ordering it, um, and now the reviews are out the game is sitting at something like 93 94 metacritic yep. like that is impressive to to and lord addict was here last week and what he said was look they didn't just do they could have done a remaster and we would have been happy like yeah. the game was so good but they didn't just do that they did a remake but made it fresh but still make it enticing like it, it it enhanced the best parts of the Resident Evil 4 that we knew. Like visually, yeah. the atmosphere, sound, audio design, some issues with graphics. And on the Xbox, there's a uh, controller lag in like drift issue or whatever it is. But Jen doesn't take away. From, uh, is it sorted now? No. Not as far as I've heard, no. but I haven't played the, the retail build. But it's the Dead Zone, and it yeah. is quite like substantial, the Dead Zone. You can move the, the right stick like halfway across, and your character won't move anywhere, won't even start to aim. So, <laughs> it's a bit weird. Yeah. Should be simple yeah, enough to fix. But... <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, by the time it comes out, reach, I'm sure they will. Um, but damn, that game just took o- took over by storm cassie have you mm-hmm. played re4 the demo are you a fan i played the demo it's awesome i i've never played re4 um played the demo oh, okay. it, it's really it's damn good um it's one of those things that re engine man it just it does everything and i i love the um there's a little bit of exaggeration but there's also a bit of like enough realism in it uh, to where it's a good balance. I don't like things that are too realistic. So like, I feel as though this game definitely has a good balance to it. Um, overall, mm-hmm. man, like the details and uh, playing it on PC. Yeah. I played it. I played. I played the demo both on PS5 and PC. All the things that they allot you in the settings on PCs, like oh, yeah? what PC gamers dream about. Yeah, everything from um how much detail Leon's hair can have. So it's, it's pretty damn. Yeah, that was a big a thing. Yeah, it needs like, a little bit yeah. more work and optimization because in some places um, the frame rate dips more than others from what I played the, the demo. But I think that that's that's great. Like that's a game that ten years from now with all those uh, PC options, it, it's oof. Uh, yeah, that's going to age very well. So the, the really reason good why it. the hair physics is, is is a thing is because when it came out on GameCube, the hair weren't wasn't moving on the the PlayStation right. When you got this one on the GameCube, the jacket at the bottom, first of all, it was the best shirling in the world, right? That's the one. <laughs> and the fact that he had that haircut and the hair move, I remember myself and Lord Cognito like, oh my God, his hair is moving. <laughs> I, I remember it like it was yesterday. So that's a big thing. And I'm glad that they stuck with uh, some of those things that made it special. Yeah, the hair the hair actually does look really good in the game. That was when I was live streaming. I'm like, look at his hair. <laughs> it's really nice. yeah. ha- hair and games isn't not that I remembered that the old game did it badly, but it's just it's just good touch visually. It's just in- impressive. And Cassie is good to it's nice to hear a fresh perspective for someone who never played RE4. What does that feel like for uh someone who is perhaps are you new to the franchise or uh 
It's one of those things where I've play. dabbled. I've so I love horror film, but like horror games, I like them, but I'm scared of them genuinely. It's just the fact the interaction gives it that level of depth that gives me yeah. too much anxiety. So like four might be a good good game because I hear it's like more it balances action and horror, um, you know, more balanced than previous entries. So I I'm interested in it. I'm probably going to wait a little bit. I'm kind of just waiting for that Final Fantasy 16. That's like my game yeah. game. So July, once, right? June? July. June. So like, honestly, oh, yeah. I'm just getting like my backlog, going through my backlog, because once that comes out, nothing else matters. Time. Nothing yeah. else matters. I will uh, be into yeah, that for yeah. months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. That's a, those games, RPGs, they take ages to complete so good luck with that uh perhaps though you might want to complete this before you get into that because then my you'll it'll just end up on your back burner but king <laughs> yeah. we, we're seeing remakes just take over like taking the top spot like off of the triple a scene uh you have dead space great game we still mm-hmm. need to complete and resident evil now killing it we perhaps maybe have been well, weren't we a bit harsh on the Last of Us remake, David? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm, 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 you, you, you probably caught me uh, talking about it. What I did was, um, all right. So, The Last of Us Part One. Uh, this it's a separate. When when they added the Part One to it, they had a whole remake to a ground up for the PlayStation Five, right? And yeah. The Last of Us uh, remake that I had, the one for the PlayStation Four, I had it. I said to myself, I don't need to get the PlayStation Five version. I don't need to mm-hmm. do it. After watching the, the the show and Attic and I doing you know R and R with the Lords, it was aspects of this show <clears throat> that made me realize I didn't remember as much as I thought I remembered about The Last of Us. So let me go mm-hmm. back and play. I started playing on the PlayStation 4, you know, up-res version that I had. And, you know, PlayStation 5 put the, like, the two-hour demo inside uh, the store. I'm like, you know what? Let me try it. Let me see the difference. Boy on boy. Yo. Literally, I said, nah, I'm not playing the PlayStation 4 crap no more. Okay. I said, this is the tech that they had in The Last of Us 2. Right. Yeah. And what they did with it was they really they they just made every scene that much better. They made yeah. um, every movement look that much more. And I said, yeah. this is what you expect from remakes. This is what you want. You want the same story told uh, just a little visually better, a little a little bit more richer here in certain aspects, give a little bit more texture to things. And mm. I thought they did that phenomenally, to be honest with you. So, yeah. I do respect that Sony went back and said, you know what, the IP has probably went as far as it's going to go with this audience. And we do yeah. have the PlayStation 5. Let's let's prep this, right? Because yeah. I want to see what The Last of Us 2 remake does. You know, where they're going to oh, go no, with that. No, yes. no, no, no. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. I'm of the belief that we should have been harder on The Last of Us Part 1, okay? Like, oh, so. Look, man, look, man, I played through The Last of Us multiple times. Right. I, I enjoyed the game. I think it's great. But listen, the fact that there's no multiplayer attached to part one uh, means that, like, no one, like, I'll only have one fourth of the gameplay that I otherwise would have had. Because don't get me wrong, the story's cool, but I love that gameplay. I, I, and 
I love that multiplayer. I love like the slow pace grind. Like I'm in the zone, like in that survival mode. I love that. I put over a hundred hours into the remaster alone. Hell yeah. I love factions. And, and really factions was supposed to come with part two. The fact that it didn't, I wait till I waited till part two was only $30. Cause that's what it's worth to me. You took away that multiplayer that you said was going to come with that game. So it's a $30 game to me. And look, man, I'm not really looking for remakes of of PS4 games. Like to me, that's a fucking joke. And when you look at, (laughs) when you look at, um resident evil 4 remake man like from what i've heard from that gameplay like when when leon you know is aiming to shoot like he you can't move with him so just the fact that this remake you can move around Mm -hmm. and 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 aim and stuff like this is a true upgrade and with the last of us part one it's the same thing it's literally the same thing and it's like i could have at least justified that paying that price for a game that really does add that part two gameplay in there. That would have been sick. That would have been worth it to me. I would. I felt like 70 was still steep, but I could justify it because well, they I, I completely paid, redid I that gameplay. $9. But they didn't. I ain't mad at, at $9, bro. But they were asking 70 for that game, and I'm like, hell no, bro. That That's a complete it, joke to me. It, it's, it, it's, all, you, all you get... With, the only upgrade to me is, oh, it looks prettier and it has in-game cutscenes. It's a fucking cutscene. Who cares? I don't nah, care if it's yo, in-game I, I or not. It's a fucking cutscene, man. I can't go with that. If it's the same, like, you, you, you got to look at it this way. If it's the same chick and she got a filter on, yeah, for $10. <laughs> yeah, I'll take $10, that. Look, $10, I ain't mad at you about $10. I think that's worth it. I think that that upgrade for $10 is cool. Look, I paid $10 for the Uncharted um, 4 up, upgrade. Right? I think that's worth it. You're telling me to pay 70 for the nah, last nah, first part? Yeah, Man, kiss my fucking ass, bro. <laughs> I'm with, I'm I'm with, listen, I'm with you. Oh, no, but you know how I found out? <laughs> you know how I found out it was $10? And yeah. I, this is a little life hack for you guys. Ooh, Take yeah. every game that you don't feel like spending the money on right now and put it in your cart on PlayStation. I got a text right now, and you'll see it like at the little PSP, whatever, that's in the corner. <laughs> they told me, oh, the game that's in your cart right now is on $70 off or 70% off. When when was this recently? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't engage with them. So I, I, I guess they're trying to make ten dollars for it. That's yeah. worth it, you know. It, it was like um, I, I think like four weeks ago, and I'm at work, and I get a text, and it's like PlayStation. The game that's in the cart right now is uh, nine ninety nine. I'm like, what? The Last of Us? Re- oh hell yeah! <laughs> and I said, instant buy, instant buy. So if they see it sitting in your cart, they're like, oh, we got to get this guy to engage in some form or fashion. And I told Cog <laughs> at that moment, and Cog when he was like, I don't see it. I said, I know what they're doing. This is strategic in the way that they want you to engage on their platform more. They want you to spend more money there. So, yeah, let's send a discount to this fool who's not engaging but has it sitting in his cart and he's waiting on the fence. Maybe this will start the floodgates open and get them purse strings loose. So I understand. Yeah, it, it works. Well, they were good. selling like discounts to select people, you said? It, 
I I told Cog literally. I told Cog. We need yeah, to get him in now. We need to switch him on the Xbox side. <laughs> we need some good content creators on the PlayStation side <laughs> right now. Said, we need to send keep. him a PlayStation chain because <laughs> <laughs> he's rocking that Xbox chain too if much. If I was PlayStation, I would do that. I would do that because nah, there's not many good content see. creators on that side. <laughs> do not turn. Do not turn to so, the, to the PlayStation. No. And you are not going there. That's no. not happening. That would be a gut punch to the community. Oh, no. It, it won't happen. Mm, <laughs> hope not. Let me be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. Every every generation, I've always been up for grabs. Like, you know, on um, PS... <laughs> oh, was... that... <laughs> that's how that's how it is man i don't that's, adhere to any of these companies if you good. earn if, if if you're if you Back. bring the hype i'm there for it ps4 i was i was big into ps4 i was shitting on xbox left and right because they just had they just <laughs> yeah. were in the driver's seat and they were killing it they improved heavily from ps3 like yeah. i was a 360 chick back in the day like you could any company's gonna can win me over you just gotta earn it man that's what it comes to. <laughs> exactly man that's the, what, that's what, the way to be one thing i just I, I can't do is I can't co-sign the snitching, man. They they went too hard in this generation of snitching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I really can't like, do oh, it, man. I'm, <laughs> nah, I'm seeing some clips of some people going, "Oh, they're doing what they have to. They have a legal obligation to be pricks, <laughs> apparently." Um, and I just do not follow that logic. I'm like, I don't think yeah. you understand. That doesn't predicate. But anyway, uh, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> yeah, it's just like you know what I'm talking about. But um, it's just like uh. Now, Cassie, that you are so malleable and you come in fresh plate <laughs> to every generation. I need to know. I don't know. I don't know where you sit on the fence. It's nice to know. Where are you now? Where are you now? Um, but where are you now on Not this fence? On the everything box on PC. Oh, it oh, is the everything box. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, look, bro, I have X, I have X, I do have an Xbox Series X. Honestly, it collects dust. I don't even have an HDMI cord connected to it. Why? When I have the Xbox on my PC. Yeah, yeah, it's really that simple, man. And uh, PlayStation, hey, I'm eating their games sooner or later. I could wait at this point. Their games aren't as compelling to me as they were last generation. It's a lot of like sequels, re PS4 remakes. It's like I, I could wait on this shit, whatever. And then, hey, yeah. Nintendo, I mean, I heard that you can get their games on there when wearing them. That's what I heard. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. You got well. it in your hand right now, so it is. <laughs> 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 that's true that's true that's true and let me catch up with these super chats you've been very generous and sorry to keep you waiting chaps uh ky bob i've already read your stuff so apologies <laughs> for, for that detective scenes with that incredible 50 dollars super chat man that is very nice of you he's a good friend and it's nice to see you uh tune in and thank you so much for that man he goes happy diablo 4 beta weekend which will go into <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that one. Uh, much love, guys, and have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, too, and I hope you're enjoying the show, man. That's uh, very sweet of you and very generous. We'll get into Diablo 4 in a bit. Have I just pasted this twice? Yes, I have. Um, then, oh, my God, I've just pasted over all the Super Chats because I'm an idiot, but hopefully I can scroll up. Yes, I can. Uh, so to echo your sentiments, risk it for the biscuit with a $3 Super Chat, Cassie says. The Last of Us remake was not a remake by definition. It was a remaster. Asa, what do you say to that statement that the Last of Us remake was a remaster? I, I don't care. 
You know what? They they put the the crazy thing is they put in the polish to make it a remake, but their aspirations were that of a remaster. It's like, oh, we just want we want to put in all this production quality into this game in order to make it the same exact thing and then take features away. What's the point? I just don't see the point of putting in all that production, all that money. They did upgrade the AI, which apparently wasn't perfect, but still an upgrade. Um, I, I played a bit briefly. Pieces, right? There's more like environmental physics and things you can destroy and stuff like that. It's, it's like a nice remaster, if you're going to call it a remaster. It's also um, obviously made for the sake of the PC audience and a new audience. So one thing that yep. they... like, I would not want Sony to release the PlayStation 3 version of The Last of Us for the PC audience. Yep. So they had to build it up, and then they couldn't leave the PlayStation audience behind. The problem with it is that £70. Oh, no, bro. $70, that's an issue. That's too much. That... The PlayStation audience, like, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting until it hits their subscription service, which should be in a few months from now. Um, you said the PlayStation audience is cheap. Uh, honestly, bro, the, the remaster, the remaster version got that multiplayer, bro, uh, on mouse and keyboard, bro. Run it at 120 locked because I mean, let's be real now, it's an old, it's an older title. It's on PS4. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't that matter. Good to me, man. That, that really sounds work. good to me. I, I'm fine <laughs> yeah. with it as long no, as you program it and optimize it for PC. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hyped for. Like honestly, Naughty Dog, they kind of lost my interest. Um, when it comes to their stories, because honestly, um, they can't, you have a bunch of soy boys that can't even explain why Abby <laughs> is a fucking, is Abbyzilla. They don't understand how, how women build, mu- how anybody can build muscle. So I'm good with their story related bullshit. Give me factions. Give me factions. I'm hearing, I'm hearing factions too is on the level of like maybe a gta like that's the kind of world they're creating if that's what they're going for you got me you got their stories they can keep that bullshit honestly they destroyed ellie as a character abby zilla they can't even explain how women could bulk up like that and trust me i've tried working out i don't build muscle it's very very hard for women to build muscle so so, i'm convinced Convince Abby is eating fucking tires to build up that kind of muscle. There's no other way. We're in a post-apocalyptic world, man. Steroids. We already know. I'm in. I'm listen. I'm in love with Abby. I think Abby is the greatest character ever. To be honest with you, I think The Last of Us Two is probably my best game ever. Be honest with you. Just oh, wow. for, okay. for for that character. I mean, seriously. Um, the game. Okay. I haven't had a game move me emotionally like that game. Everybody yeah, I think you've said this before. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that game is the game. But I got to call Cap on that Fractures being as good as Grand Theft Auto. From the rumors that we heard, they're yeah. aiming that high. And if yeah, they, the, the, the I wise. think that's cool. To Listen, aim that high, that's awesome, man. If they achieve it or not, we have to see. And I shoot at the moon. I don't think I'm going to hit it, but... <laughs> at least you try. I'm going to try. But Naughty Dogs are amazing, and if anyone could do it, it's them. Let them no, aim not. for the blue sky. It's not. It's not. They, they haven't had no game of service that's even remotely close. No, it's not. Let's, uh, yo, let's, uh, wait a second. Was good. Not the cap. <laughs> I, I will be on the side of I am positively optimistic about Naughty Dog, but 
when you do make those kind of statements, like you're right, Cassie, then it's, we're going to be calling. We've got the receipts now. Yes, no, no, out. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to hold to that. You know, reason why I won't hold to that because why? she loves fractions, right? So right now yeah. she's she's upset the fact that that game wasn't there and it was supposed to be there for years. They promised and they lied. They gave uh-huh. a game that was supposed to have it for seventy dollars and they removed the most integral part that she wanted. So I understand that, right? And then she does yeah. have high expectations because she said, hey, "It missed." It better come out, you know, like they said. And it's good expectations. What I said, let's bring it back a little bit. Let's have it like, um, hopefully, they can reach like Overwatch type of, uh, you know, um, that, that 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 level. You know, I'll take that. You know, don't, I'm not looking at Apex type of level. I'm not looking at Warzone 2, and I'm damn sure not looking at Fortnite. And you better stay away from Grand Theft Auto, which is probably on dollar for dollar, the most highest earning game since launch. Like, you know, Grand Theft Auto yeah. online to this day still make mega bucks. So if Sony yeah. would ever hit that, hit that mark right there, you will stop now. making games. You will yeah. stop seeing games. <laughs> you ain't wrong. Yeah. You ain't wrong, bro. The Epic and Fortnite. Yeah, right that's, there, that's it. No more Sony. This is it. <laughs> they want that here. Nah. Uh, <laughs> if you, well, if your view was um, that uh, Abby's uncharacteristically are uncharacteristically masculine than this super chat set from Mandigo McThinkins with the five dollars. Oh, says, Gaz, you're femininely handsome. I don't know what to make for that. <laughs> you. <Thank> you. <laughs> Good panel. I appreciate the content. Painting my house while listening. I'm hoping Capcom does release RE5 remake next. Thank you, Mandingo, for wow. that. Compliment. He said your bone structure is cute. <laughs> <laughs> that says more about him. Yo, you can't have a name like Mandingo McDickens talk about I'm painting the house and you look masculinely feminine. No, no. Mandingo, no. oh, I hope you don't fall off the roof as you're painting your house. But uh, yeah. thank you for that super chat. Hoggy uh, Chatty, well, member for 20 months, man. Shout out to him, member of the team. He says, speaking of out. $10 upgrades. Did anyone buy the $10 Outer Worlds upgrade for next gen? No, I haven't. Actually, no. that's, not, that's not an upgrade. <laughs> that That's an abomination if you're a fan of Outer Worlds. That game really? runs like dog shit. Yes, definitively the original version of Outer Worlds is far better. <laughs> really? I don't know. If I, know I wonder how yet. well it sold. Yeah, really. It Why, what runs was it? Sorry, like shit. It the outer oh, worlds really? complete edition, like next gen upgrade, it runs horrible. It's it's sad because I really like that game. I think it's a great RPG. Ooh. And uh yeah, that version is a no-go. Do not waste your money. Okay. Ooh, okay. And he wonders how well it sold. And most would have expected smart delivery, but instead we're being paid paying for the upgrade. So well, and we that's really supposed to be a Microsoft thing, right? Like, what's going yeah. on with that? Uh, well, actually, so, apparently, technically not. Technically not. Yeah. So the the other there's another company involved. I forget their name Private that uh, worked with Obsidian to make the game. And yeah. apparently, this is their more so their doing than Obsidian or Microsoft. So. Also, so let me get this right. Microsoft purchases <laughs> these dudes, right? And they put out yeah. a really good game that's running really great. And then yeah. the other dudes that was working there said, you know what? I see y'all making all this money over there. All right, <laughs> uh, in our contract, we're able to put out an upgraded version of it. It runs like crap. And they're charging ten dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> that other I, I can see why that other company wasn't part of the purchase. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You exactly. ain't kidding, bro. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's bad. Uh, Poxy, thanks. Shout out to you for being a member for 17 months. Uh, he says, can't always catch the show live, but when I saw King David, I couldn't miss it. Great thank show, you. guys. Smash that like button. Do listen thank to Poxy. You, thank you, thank you. And yeah, of course, it's, it's King David in the house. There's always going to be high energy. Better tune in live. Um, yeah, so yeah. Well, Microsoft stench is usually good. Then to see with smart delivery when it works. Now, when you don't have it, you see you get the outer walls. Uh, ten dollars, uh-huh, buddy. Like, I, I don't mind like paying ten dollars for an upgrade. I'm not expecting people to work for free by any means, but can it actually be a legitimate upgrade? You know? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do. I, I expect them to work for free. You know why? Uh, because I pay my Game Pass bill. So <laughs> get, get to work, buddy. Like, yeah, but I understand absolutely. now they're not part of the team. So, yeah, they got to get paid too. Like, uh, buddy. Uh, Apparently, <laughs> it wasn't Obsidian that worked on it either. Is someone else. Oh, man. This sounds worse every time. I say more and more about it. And I really it's like bad. that game. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, that's an example of how not to do it. Um, and yeah, I didn't know about that problem, but I've been mean, still going through that game quite late uh, to Outer Worlds, but great oh, no, game. I I'm just enjoying it. Better late than never, bro. The day we yeah. got Outer Worlds, I uh, finished it and I finished all the DLC and stuff because we had the developers on and, you know, talking about it. But I'm, I'm a fan of that style, that, that Fallout yeah. style, that New Vegas style. I'm a fan of that style of gameplay. And the story was just hilarious to me. So, but it was a game breaking bug for me because it was a DLC Mm. that if you went too far, you weren't able to access it. And, you know, I asked them when we was, when they got to the show, they was like, yeah, we kind of gone back to fix that. But why would you put out DLC after the fact, if it's uh, something that has to do with the story as a junction point where the DLC connects. And if you yeah. miss that junction point, you just don't get access to that. And I'm like, I paid my money and I was just looking for it. And I had to either start over or wait for the patch. So I just waited for the patch. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. Hmm. And the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, David, you said that there would never be a PlayStation 6. That's right, buddy. <laughs> well, f- well, forget PlayStation 6, uh, which I still think there will be one. Uh, mm-hmm. The PlayStation 5, apparently, the leaks are coming out from Tom Henderson. Uh, I've got a video coming out next week just discussing whether or not this is even needed. Uh, PlayStation 5 Pro is reportedly mm-hmm. in the works, and it may be with us as early as the end of next year uh and which uh, made me feel a certain way and mm-hmm. apparently uh at the end of this year another version of the playstation 5 is coming out which is basically the same ps5 but with a detachable drive mm-hmm. um and you know jeff grubb is hearing similar things and it's it's it sounds pretty pretty yeah like the solid what's your take on a playstation 5 pro what's your ta- thought on it and the principle of it, and would you buy it? No. Um, <clears throat> I'll give you all that answer quickly off the back, right? Uh, but the fact of the matter is that the PlayStation 5, I think in its infancy, they wanted to launch it as all digital. And now they have the opportunity to launch it with the um, the detachable drive, and, and, and the drive will probably pop up at some time. You could buy it separate. It's a, it's another way for a company to nickel and dime you, right? 
good. You can sell all digital and then you can sell the drive separate. They get a chance to see the metrics on how many times people are using the drives and how many times they aren't. Now, what I, uh, ideally Sony will want to do is have you to go all digital, get okay. all the money by cutting out the retailers. But you don't want to cut out your retail partners because they sell your consoles. So what you want to do is make sure that you do have a drive option to show them, like, listen, we do keep you in, in, in consideration. It's a drive option available, and they're able to do it. I can see that in research and development, and that's how they can sell it to the people. The PlayStation 5 Pro, the reason why I'm against it is because this generation has been stunted. Normally, at this point in time, because of COVID, we're not where we're supposed to be. We're at least two to three years behind our normal timeline. This is the reason why I told you it won't be a PlayStation 6. We are three, two to three years behind. I thought this generation would go long regardless. I thought this generation would go at least eight to 10 years, just the same way the 360 and the PlayStation 3 did. And then mm -hmm. going through technology leaps, the reason why I said there won't be a PlayStation 6 is because it will probably be a dongle as far as technology goes, we will be at leaps and bounds. Think about it. 10 years from now, from this date now, do you honestly think that us as humans are going to walk in our room and turn on a physical device to interact with something? No, I do not see it. I do not think it, right? Because if you're going to tell me 10 years ago, this device wasn't, this wasn't going to be a thing 10 years ago. No. Not the same device I have in my hand with the same computing power and the levels of, of, of capabilities that it does have. I think everything changes. It's yeah. This thing is as powerful as my laptop, right? In my yeah. hand. Why not have a dongle? And they've, they've both been doing it. Everybody keys in on me saying PlayStation. I think both of them. And you know, both, my, even Xbox right? won't have a console. Well, Tom Henderson, the records they already started to work on it, and 2028 is the magic date. That means we have five more years in this generation. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna happen. Um, <laughs> okay. if the PlayStation 5 Pro will be the definitive version of the PlayStation 5. You will have probably uh more SSD space, you know, more of right to give a little bit more flexibility that they're never going to access. They're never going to access this. This stuff is going to be um, just for us. I think it's more or less for the fact that they have a peripheral right now that costs more than the PlayStation 5, right? So it doesn't look good optic-wise, right? So those people that already have a PlayStation 5, we have the, B, the PlayStation VR 2, but the PlayStation VR 2 costs more than PlayStation 5. You have to show that there's value into the PlayStation 5, that this is more valuable than the peripheral that's there. Because right now, when you go to the store, the peripheral looks more valuable than the actual PlayStation 5. And that's confusing the consumer. Now, you have the PlayStation 5 uh, Pro launched at $699 that you turn the regular skew of the regular PlayStation 5 into that detachable monstrosity thing or whatever that thing is, uh, if that ever, ever comes out. But the PlayStation 5 Pro will be the lead platform, and I don't ever think they're going to dig into the whole power of the console at all at any point because you're yeah, still tethered to the PlayStation 4. Uh, hopefully not tethered to the PS4 for long. Um, um, every game of service will be on the PlayStation 4. Yo, this dude uh, said six ninety nine for a console, and I almost wanted to throw myself out of the window. Like, <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Oh, we, Yo, we, I, we've done that already with 3DO. Oh, we have. We have. But like to me, it, it is like laughable in this current day and age. Um, especially when a lot of console fanboys constantly shit on PC gamers for putting all this money into our rigs. Like <laughs> I have custom built my own baby. And you're laughing at me for putting the the amount of money I chose freely to put into my system. Meanwhile, you crazy motherfuckers are getting <laughs> pro versions that that are ridiculously overpriced. And guess what? Just to throw out or get rid of the previous one, like you guys are no better. Like this, it, it is so laughable, man. It's like you're you're doing the same thing except you're like fucking gargling a a corporation. Like that's literally. <laughs> what I'm, I'm sorry, yo, I, I can't take you seriously. You know why I got her on the head, exactly. I just I, and and it's like, and I see these people on Twitter, like they they're right away. Rumor, oh, and, and Tom Henderson, he's credible. Rumor, PS5, end of 2024. Oh my God, I can't wait to get one. It's like, you motherfuckers, bro. You guys are a PC bunch guys. of assholes. Oh, damn. I, I, I'm sorry, man. It's like, look, I'm I'm very libertarian-minded. You do you. But when you are coming to me and telling me I'm insane for spending the money that I chose to on my baby, and then you're doing crazy <laughs> shit, you're a bunch of fucking hypocrites, not for Nothing. Not for nothing. You do you, PC but just know if you talk shit about me, you're a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I I, I love you. I, <laughs> you gotta have her on IOP Sundays, the Lord's Yo, Day. No, she can't come. Come. She can't. We will have her on the attic show. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that that way we can let the curses go. Um, Sunday we don't curse, but, but you're right. You're definitely right. We're absolute hypocrites. I'm not even going to tell you that we're not because when if if you was to tell me, I probably wouldn't get a Series X Pro. I probably wouldn't yeah. because I honestly feel that they will never exploit the the processing power that's in it. You haven't exploited the processing power that's in it now. But that's, right? that's what pisses me off. Thank you. That pisses me off. Like we haven't barely scraped. Uh, my video was supposed to go out last night, and I listened back to it, and I'm like, oh, that sounds stupid. And this, let me just switch this up, and and the video will come out next week after I make my source video, uh, which we'll be talking about, and oh, I'm gonna go in on that one. Um, basically, just saying, um, asking, like, what what does this mean? Because we barely touch, but at the same time. Cassie's gonna shit on my chest because I might probably end up buying the thing. <laughs> Look, I'm not opposed. Look, I'm totally not opposed to this. It, you know, if there is, if there are people that are actually gonna buy this shit, and I would honestly be one of them. The only thing is, we don't even have a consistent flow of current gen only games. Yeah, that's, every, this is the problem. Just about every, problem. even even Resident Evil Four it is going to be cross gen. Why yep. the fuck are we talking about pro models? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding yeah, me? It's so, it is so, it's these people, yo, these companies should be mocked and shamed, not for nothing. They really should. I would never buy a PS5 Pro um, unless we see next gen only games. Cause I, I love, I still love the, the console atmosphere. I think that it's closed, but it's simple. I don't mind. I want to go over there to my 65 inch screen TV and jump on my PS5 and play Fortnite and just, recline back like i i have yeah. that setup over there and it's cool it just works i just turn it on it works and i think that that's great and like 
I've always said this. I will always be into consoles unless it's digital only. At that point, it's just a closed PC. That is the only differentiation mm. to me from a console really? and a PC. I, I don't have right? all this shit behind me just just for show. I love physical collecting. To me, that's like, uh, like yeah. I'm I have a big supporter yeah, of, of preservation entirely and collecting all this stuff is preservation of the things that i love very personally so as long as that's a thing as long as there's physical mm. media i'm there once the consoles get rid of that it's all pc from here on out that's yeah. just what it is because why why would i have a closed pc uh that it does nothing necessarily different the only differentiation is that it's closed it, I, it, one company has singular control and physical media that's the only difference between a pc mm -hmm. and these consoles that's interesting that's an interesting thing that the physical media is the big deciding factor for you because you are a collector that's a niche not niche but a particular position but fair yes. enough absolutely the if ps5 pro seems like a joke only because um we haven't really, even barely, in my opinion, touched. We haven't hardly any next gen or current gen games we've seen. So it's like a very bitter pill to swallow. Maybe Spider Man too. Maybe. Mm. You know, well, um, some, I want something bespoke. I mean, really, truly bespoke. I want something that is honestly grounded in uh, next well current gen tech. I'm talking yeah. about. Not like you know we've seen with these remakes, just graphical. I'm I'm I want you to get down to the metal and for us to see the AI and advancements, the, the user interface advancements. I want to see something different that can't be translated from a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One or Series S. You know, I I want that now. I want that that grandiose game that transcends our generation. And I don't think that we're going to get that if they continue to look at different hardware iterations instead of looking at the software iterations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at this point, all I see is, is Sony particularly, when I'm looking at them, just them just throwing hardware, hardware, hardware. We have the PS5, now we have the v PSVR 2, which I think is awesome. I think that's the next step in gaming, VR. And now we're gonna have a PS5 Pro possibly at the end of 2024. Like, this is the shit and then that fucked Sega. Exactly right. the, like, let's be, I'm not saying that Sony's yeah. gonna be screwed by this, but yeah. you have to voice the reality that shoving all this hardware in the consumer's face is what is one of the main proprieting reasons that Sega went under when it comes to con console manufacturing. I want games. I want new compelling experiences. <clears throat> I want I want to read like more than just one reason a year as to why I upgraded from well, my my previous consoles to these current consoles. To fix uh, the thought process, sorry guys. To fix no, the thought process on Sega. Sega lost because Sega was a tale of two cities. Sega had Sega of Japan and Sega of America. You can't uh, diametrically oppose each other and fight from within. Mm. Sega imploded from within with bad wow. business decisions. I don't think yes. Sony is going down that path. But no, what I don't I think do, so either. What, what I do see with Sony is um, they are still tied to the old metrics, right? And their unwillingness to change from how traditional business is done will probably lead to a downturn in their company. Now, if you keep putting out hardware iterations, at some point in time, you're going to plateau and you're going to have too many SKUs that's in the market. 
at these too many skew points, you're going to really scale to the lowest common denominator. And you're going to cause a bitterness like she's saying that if I brought a PlayStation 5 Pro and you're still making the same game for the PlayStation 4, I'm going to feel like, why the hell do I have this? So I'm going to go where my money is valued. And every time I hear somebody talk, they're going to the PC. I can still get your games over here. I can still yeah. interact with your consumers, but I can also have the games clocked to how I specifically built my rig. And if that's the case, this is where I talk about the PlayStation 6 won't be a thing. The Xbox, whatever the hell, won't be a thing because the PC market is the market where you buy spoke a major rig. Right. And yeah. you can do the hair physics. She already said certain things that makes absolute logical sense. When these companies see that and say, why are we worrying about hardware? We don't make money off of hardware anyway. We probably make $10 off of each box. It doesn't make any sense. Let's just make the software and funnel these apps and these services that we got. And that's where the money will be made. That's where I see things going. That's what I hear. Mm. I, I, well, uh, well, the industry perhaps is moving in a different direction uh, based on what you're saying, because when you've got all these iterations of different uh, hardware bits, and I, and I, there's a question there, Asa, do you really, like, what? can I just, like, what does that leave? We've already had problems, with the, I know this is different, with, but the Series S is another SKU, um, that development time is causing a development, a developer's headaches. Would this be greeted positively, do you reckon, by development developers, a PlayStation yeah. 5 Pro? PlayStation 5 Pro. See, I, I had the misfortune of reading that article. I got drawn in by the capital letters EXCLUSIVE, and I read it, and there was nothing yeah. in there, and I'm never clicking on anything from that website again. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is this nonsense? Yeah. This was like proper trash yeah. article. So this rumor is nothing to me. Um, Absolutely okay. nothing at all. Um, but can't be going back there. But conceptually, so there's different approaches. The the PlayStation 4 Pro that most people kind of base their assumptions on was a very conservative upgrade that I wasn't a big fan of at all. Um, and it was hmm. very much built to hit the, the normal console price point that Sony always try and hit. There's been talk of like $699 or whatever for a Pro model. Mm -hmm. um, I would be much more enticed by a proper... Like, this is the premium edition of the console. It's really expensive. Get it if you want or don't if you don't. Um, it wouldn't sell very well. They'd have to sell it for a massive markup. But, but Cassie, you're saying that you play on the PC and you've spent loads of money and you've got this high-end PC. Console gamers don't necessarily like PC for reasons. Like, PC can be a bit more work. The console ecosystem does have some value beyond a disk drive. And I don't see a problem with, with offering those people a high-end experience. Like... Sure, charge them through the teeth. The ones that have got money that really want top-end graphics and don't want to deal with a PC, maybe they'll buy it, maybe they won't. But I don't think it's happening, particularly. Um, it's not. Does Jen? Yeah, it's, it's really hard to predict. We spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, and I said at the time, I think Microsoft are better geared to do that. I think it was probably yeah. part of their intention because they've built their whole console ecosystem around like much easier upgrades than Sony ever did. Sony slightly lent towards it but the pro was conservative and it was also properly um they were properly restrained in the way that they delivered that thing like if you played a playstation 4 game on the playstation 4 pro that didn't have an upgrade half of the gpu was disabled they would not yeah. dare throw power at it they are like mm. that in the way that they deliver hardware so i don't i don't see them doing it my voice is going like i said that it would 
Yeah. I don't see them doing a pro. I don't think the Xbox will because market conditions just don't favor it in the slightest at the yeah. moment. But I'd expect mm -hmm. both of them to be looking at what hardware is on the market and talking to AMD and seeing what advances there are. And this is the other reason I don't think there are pro consoles coming, as it were, is AMD can't deliver anything worthwhile at the moment. Right. A significant step up for a price point that people will be interested in. So I don't see them coming. Um, and so the question of whether developers would welcome it or not, it's kind of yeah. a non-issue. Mm. Okay, no, fair enough. I'd, I'd be happy with that. In my video, like the part, part of it, I also said, like, I find it hard to believe that this uh, mid-gen consoles would be a thing with all the noise about stock shortages as well. And I'm just like, what happened? Like, the it silicon is available now? Like, why would they do it now? Is that even advantageous? A lot of people are saying, well, that's a good power narrative thing. But the power narrative thing is actually working in PlayStation's favor at the moment anyway, because Xbox is not hitting those notes as it should. So does it feel like it? I don't know. I don't know. Gamer nerd also. It's Sorry. not about power. I'm just yeah. saying, if PS5 yeah. Pro comes out, it's oh, sure, surely out of ignorance. Uh, PlayStation is very cocky, and I don't blame them. I mean, they, last generation, I don't think PlayStation truly had any real competition. So I yeah. I don't, you know, I would see that. I've seen that they've gotten more arrogant as time goes on. I'm not nearly as happy now <laughs> with, with this current generation as I was last generation. I, I felt as though last generation, they wanted to get gamers excited. They tried more to get gamers excited. Now I just see them uh, making sure that they're investors. And I'm an investor too. I consider myself an investor. I'm not involved in their stock, but I invested in their PS5. I actually mm. have two of them. So I'm, I'm mm. an, an investor and I want to be excited for gaming. So if you guys can do that sometime soon, that would make me happy. <laughs> but until then, you know, I'm just... PS4 well, was a better generation in terms of how they treated their player base. The reason why the PS4 was a better generation because they got their ass molly whopped in the PlayStation I agree. generation. Yeah, you exactly. only uh, pander to your fan base when you need them. Right, right now they don't mm -hmm. need you. They don't care. Oh no, right? they, they, they will the always need you. They, no, they, no. But the thing they is, to, once they, they put, no, they need you. They don't know they exactly. Need. That's the key difference. Yeah, and then right that's now, that's why. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, I mean, it's true, and that's why one of the things on the ABK thing is I want them oh, that to yes. be a reminder. Then they'll know. Then they're like, well, "Hey guys, you want to? Well, we work on this first person shooters. Yeah, sorry about that. We sat on our asses for about a whole generation. I don't think they do that. Like, I, I think I, they're I, doing it now. I, I feel okay. First person shooter wise, they have a ton of IPs. And the reason why I'm really, really upset, right? Resistance and and, and, and a lot of these games don't like get me started. Um, I'm really upset. These <laughs> games could come out, and if they do come out, do they come out as live service? Do you butcher it to the point where you take away the single player narrative? Because I know what Jim Ryan is doing. The PlayStation 4 built their uh, their strengths off of single-player, story-driven narrative games, right? And yeah. that's where the bones was built. But the market flipped on its head. It changed, and it changed so quickly that they weren't able to adapt because they put all their eggs in one basket. It changed to multiplayer engagement games that streamers, mm. like a ton of people, like Cassie and everybody else, these streamers are able to do these games and have fun and the level of engagement and the fact that you don't need marketing because these people are marketing your game. We can send them some bread. We can 
can do whatever. We can sponsor them in a way that uh, we don't have to spend as much as we're spending, and they can push our game. Jim sees these dollars, and that's where they're heading. That's why they have uh, 25 uh, you know, games of service or 10 games of service or whatever yeah. in the mix. Oh, man. Just that but alone coming, makes me though. want to vomit. But you like factions, right? As a PS4 player, I, PS4 was my main shit. I was saying, and a lot of my friends are saying, where is the PlayStation freaking multiplayer games? And They're Sony coming. said, bet. Not multiplayer games, live service games. And I'm just like, you sick motherfuckers. Oh, my God. You can't have it both ways. Now we can. Sadly, see, this is why the console experience is just dog shit to me at this point. You're saying we can't have it both ways. Back in the day, I had it both ways. On 360 PS3 generation, I did have it my, my way or the highway. These motherfuckers, man... As the consumer, we have less power in the industry than ever before. That's not true. Just don't buy. Before, just don't buy. Teach them. I agree. Dollar. I agree. That's that's literally at this point one of the few powers that we do have left. That's the only power (laughs) we always had. We we can actually shut down companies by, by by not participating, by not giving our bucks. But the thing is, live service games, and it's not just it's not an evil word. Right, it's not a, a, a nasty taboo word. It is ninety nine percent of the time, though. No, man, no, it's impossible because we have. I can give you a ton of live service games that are actually beneficial to streamers, uh, to gamers, and to communities and in, in, in general. Right, but these games right now are being pushed, and they need to be funded. Their servers up, right? So you you said 10 years ago, you couldn't go inside the house and run in there and, and pop in your multiplayer game and play Todd across the, the, the country, and let's get this group going, and let's get it in a snappy fashion. Right yeah. now, I can jump on Fortnite, and let's say I'm playing by myself, but I can put it on squads, and it will give me a team uh, crafted around the people that have microphones that I like to play with and stuff like that, and Probably prim, uh, close to the same playing styles because it goes by a point system, like your little metrics, and they group you around the same people that have pretty much the same skill. So you won't be playing with a uh, little Jimmy uh, that's in the third grade, <laughs> you know, and, and your skill level is such, unless little Jimmy's a beast, right? Let's go, yeah. little Jimmy. But insane. This stuff is able and is only able to be done now. And it wasn't able before, but games of service allows the game to continue to live, evolve, and grow over a mm. period of time. And what you do, if you have engines, you're able, and if you're like Epic, you're able to swap out these engines. Instead of uh, Unreal Engine 4, you can throw your Unreal Engine 5 and still keep the status quo. This is where we are now. So games of service is a fantastic thing. We can't look at it as a pariah. Now, if they're peddling and they're and they're, and they're like nickel and diming you, yeah, that's a problem. But if the game is actually evolving and the money that you do put in actually translates and go forward, I think it's a boon and it's a benefit. I just this see is, the benefit. 
when when it comes to like certain situations, I like to use the perfect world scenario because there's a lot of great ideas out there that would be amazing in a perfect world scenario. But we don't live in a perfect world. <laughs> that is why the mass majority of live services are absolutely outrageous and ridiculous. And yeah. a lot of them do fail. Like a lot of these companies, of they'll, they'll, they'll make 10 plus live service games just trying to chase the Fortnite. They want their own Fortnite and the mass majority of them fail. Exactly. That's what literally PlayStation's doing. So can't wait to have these 10 plus live service games. Probably the mass majority of them are going to fail. The sad reality of the situation. And they'll just keep yeah. chasing the dragon. That's what they're going to do. That's what well, their exactly goal is to find their Ryan Fortnite. Said. But he said, he said that. Jim yeah. Ryan said that. Not all of them will hit. We know that. But the ones that do, that'll be enough. PlayStation yep. took the model in the PlayStation 4 area of the single player story driven games that they saw from Capcom and, you know, like Dead Space from EA, these games, and they did it better than them. Yeah, definitely. At some point in time, they're going to get the live service game down pat and they're going to do it better. Right? Maybe your 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 hopes and wishes of faction being that that Grand Theft. If could you imagine if it does hit like that? Right? Uh huh. Look at your face. So <laughs> so Jim isn't wrong, but you 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 chase what wins, right? And I would rather my companies chase what wins than chase what loses. And they're 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 trying to make these strides. I don't think if Sean Layden's in his place instead of Jim. You have a Sony that's viable right now. I think you have probably a dead Sony because I think they were going, they were bunting their heads up against the wall. And Jim was the refreshing um, change that is necessary sometimes going forward. I do. Cold, cold, cold. It's not refreshing. Businessman. Yeah. It's the tough pill to swallow. (laughs) It it is. One of those games is going to hit, one of them will hit. I hope so. I mean, the problem is the problem is you're baiting a bunch of people into investing time and money into out of out of of ten games, eight failures possible probably at least eight failures. It's a bold play. It may be a necessary one, but let's see how that turns out. Gaming nerd Austria disagrees with you, King, with a five euro um, super chat. He goes, I disagree. There will be a PlayStation 6, but only in the UK, and you can pick it up directly from the CMA. (laughs) (laughs) Camilla Khan is going to sell it to you. has exclusivity on the PlayStation 6. Um, Then we got Frace... uh, Thank you for the super chat. It goes, uh, technology moves forward fast. PC gamers upgrade every two years. Do they? With uh, graphics cards? What? No, 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 no. Let me let me correct that. It's not really PC gamers that do that. That's like console gamers that become PC gamers thinking that, oh, I'm a PC gamer. And these motherfuckers are the ones that are going out <laughs> and upgrading their GPU to the net. It's it's. If you actually know or understand PC gaming, you would not be stupid enough as to upgrade every two years your graphics card. You are a foolish person. You just love throwing away money. And there's a lot of motherfuckers out here that love throwing away their money. So it is what it is. But I noticed that it is mostly and honestly, 
For me, if you want to be a true PC gamer, you have to build your own PC because then you understand the struggle. These people that that go that are, are console gamers and they go out and to I buy power and spend three grand on their PC and, and get it sent to their house. Y'all ain't real PC gamers to me. Y'all frauds. Wow, so, gatekeeping. Gatekeeping. Yes, it's necessary. It's I'm necessary. Free, mine's the free, thing but with I the changed upgrade, everything. So. Like it's true. If you if you when the PlayStation or whatever console comes out and you buy a PC that's like a little bit more powerful than it, then in six years' time your PC is still a little bit more powerful than those consoles. Like you don't have this pressing need to upgrade like people seem to think. You can keep that card in there and you can play all the same games for a fucking long time. Um yeah. if you wanna yeah. keep upgrading, if you wanna chase the, the peak of performance, then the option's there and you can burn as much money as you want, you can spend an awful lot. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it's really no, honestly. Yeah. I'm the type of person, like a person that parts with their money easily, is the most foolish one of all. Um, I I struggle with that at times. I'm self aware. Sometimes I waste money, and it's one of those things that I am like self aware, and I'm trying to self better myself. But I will say, I will not. I'm not the type of person to be upgrading uh, my GPU in two years to to the next big thing. Like no. That, that's I think, just yeah, foolish. I, I think uh, the level uh, of enthusiasm that you have for your hobby dictates how much money you pour into it, right? Absolutely. So if, if when I was doing that PC stuff, I used to do that crazy. And I used to upgrade and do all the driver stuff. I, I left that world a long, long time ago. But again, um, if I want to pay at the peak, that's the reason why I got a PlayStation 5. It's the reason why I got a Series X. The, the reasons why I want to play at my gaming peak with the le least amount of hassles. Now, if I do want to take it to the point where I don't care about the hassles and it doesn't bother me and my level of enthusiasm reaches across to uh, the PC, then, of course, I won't do I buy power. I will go and get a, a, a power source and build it from the, the CPU to the GPU and go to the SSD and get a, a whole cooling system and do all that great, wonderful stuff and actually make it mine. I would do that stuff, but I'm that I buy power dude, like that that dude you just talked about, that dude that walks inside the store and say, oh, that's the one for 3000 nope. that has that? Nope. Let me get that and let me go. Because why? I don't want the fuss, right? So again, that's where the console dude comes in and he says, you know, for seven hundred dollars, six ninety nine. That's the thing. That's back. the thing, though. You're you're saying I don't want the fuss. PC like gaming. <laughs> PC gaming is the fuss. This is where yeah. you have complete total freedom at your whim. Freedom yeah. does not come cheap. In, ter yeah. in terms of what you have to sacrifice for That's it. Your history, history has proven that time and time <laughs> again. <laughs> watch, watch this. Do you have an iPhone or Android? Android. Hmm. You like the difficulties. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I have an Android I, no, I like, as well. I have an Android as well. I, I just honestly but, yeah. think, hey, if you want to buy Apple and, and there's Apple dudes that will buy the latest Apple yeah. iPhone every year, I just think that that's foolish too. That's a, that's a console well, dude. That's this is where, yeah, it happens that way. Well, face it, it is what it is. He did say that. He goes, people upgrade their phones every year. TVs come out every year. I think the same... I think the same of each and every one of them. Yeah. I got to yeah. keep it consistent. Yeah. Um, all you Channing, need to upgrade is your VR problems. headsets. Everyone get the newest VR headset all the time. <laughs> Yo, listen, I'm struggling right now. Hey, so before I check out, because I got to go and run and go grab somebody. Um, yeah. Before I check out, I really need As to... As in check get... out? As in you're leaving? <laughs> oh, I put it in the chat. You know, oh, shit. Yeah. In the private, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, I got some I information in my phone that I was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, somebody got stranded. Um, okay, so please give me your thoughts on the PlayStation VR 2. Uh, I know the last time I was on, it wasn't out yet, and we was talking about it. And uh, being a VR dude, and you know, you said you was going back and forth between certain things. I just really want, because I'm at this precipice right now where I don't know what to do. And I talked to Cog, but I think Cog is a little bit... Um, compromise being where he works so <laughs> being that you don't have a, a you know a leg in a company i just want to know your opinions of it and what 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 should i do i have to ask you a question real quick first do you actually have a, a gaming pc yourself yes sir right here Ooh, is it better than yes. a playstation 5 it was better than a playstation 5 when it was announced <laughs> didn't get a pc headset that's that's the okay. differentiator. Okay. So don't don't go, I, don't go I for do standalone VR. Quest so, two, right? You have and a quest. Don't look down on me. Don't look down on me. All right. And I had the Vive. All right. I got I got rid of that stuff. Um, my question is, do I get the MetaQuest uh, Pro or that's this is where I'm at with it. The Met, and these are the only two: the MetaQuest Pro or the PlayStation Two VR. <laughs> that's. If your PC is genuinely better than your PlayStation, then the Quest Pro is brilliant. Crisper visual. I've got a Quest Pro and I absolutely love it, but a lot of people don't. It's an expensive headset for what it is and the the mixed reality functions and the things that it's actually made for, it's not very good at. But to use for PC games, it's brilliant and I love it. (laughs) I don't really game too much on the PC itself, right? So this is where my caveat comes in. If you're playing it standalone, no, get the PlayStation VR 2 instead. There we go. So what was your experiences like with it? Um, how's the haptic and how's the, the sound and the controls? I just really, because really I look to you. Like when I looked at other people, I really don't pay them no mind because I think they're compromised. And I know that you're going to give me a, a clear, honest answer. So this is the reason why I was really anticipating coming on the show today. Besides the fact that we got a chance to talk to Cassie, I got a chance to hang out with guys. Oh, God, I've, put like, I've put like a 25 minute review of this thing up that says everything about it. There's so much to say, and yeah. people will be mad if I say it because they get upset yeah. about it. Um, yeah, the lenses aren't brilliant. Yeah. Everything else about the headset pretty much is. It's got a cable. You've played VR before, you know whether a cable is yes. going to bug you or not. But it's it's bright, it's colorful, everything works. It is proper high end VR. And I love both. I've got my psvr2 i've got my cable on a system of pulleys so it's above my head out the way (laughs) you gotta understand how you're gonna deal with a cable or how you're not but i don't know i love both i love the quest pro and i love the psvr2 they're my two like go-to headsets so walking dead saints and sinners comes out in in about a week i'm gonna buy it on the pc because i'd rather use the quest pro if that helps in any way if that's if that angles it as an answer that that, that speaks a lot All right, guys. Get the PSVR too, man. The PSVR too. I think it for you, brilliant. I'm on, really not downplaying yeah. it. PSVR two is a genuinely, it's a really good headset. Based on for you, King, I think that sounds like the one, especially if you're not going to pay on PC. Yeah, I'm gonna do a crazy unboxing. It'll be fun. I'll set yeah. a lot of people off on fire. But I, I definitely <laughs> gotta run fire. because uh, I just like, no worries, like this, yeah, this weirdo text. No he's no like, no. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Yeah. So. Uh, Cassie, great Thank you so you much, man, guys. for coming on. Having fun. And Asa, uh, yeah, <laughs> you went back up and score over me. Uh, <laughs> some Starfield, you know, did me dirty. <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about that, you. but yeah. No, okay, we'll, well give, it, give it to me. Give it, go, go, give it to me. Give you, it to me. Okay, <laughs> on the spot, 
You were actually vocally pissed off about it. Well, yeah. I said it was September. You met Todd Howard. He whispered sweet lies to you. But why are you so annoyed about it? It's Starfield. It needs to be good. All right. I don't care about that part. Um, okay. <laughs> my thing is we watched this show, right? Yeah. We watched the E3 show, Bethesda, Microsoft show last year. They showed 30 games, and they said it was coming to Game Pass, right? Yeah, and yeah. in that 30 games coming to Game Pass, you ran and you threw your money down. Boom! Give me uh-huh. one year of Game Pass because it's this is June, so by next June I should have all these games there. The yep. ten most important games that you showed, visually splendiferous games that you showed, are not in Game Pass and yep. won't be inside Game Pass until after June. So why were you so surprised by that? Because as soon as set, that show ended, as early as last year, we were saying, you know what? And that's why I was angry. I was pissed off then because I knew one the likelihood of it was weak. That's why in January I said it's coming in September, September in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because I don't trust Microsoft's whole like spiel so about sh- it. They, they, then they should not trust my money then. Because if you tell me one thing, don't don't what? piss on me and tell me it's raining. Do not do that. Do not <laughs> do that, right? Just but What if, what if, ahead. King, the game gets is better for it? This is Starfield. They can't fuck it up. Right. This game you can't fuck up. You right. have to wait. You have to get this right, no matter what. We're doing apples and oranges here, right? Okay. I'm going. I'm going to the letter of the law, and you're going to the benefit of the the, the experience, right? Okay. Let you're of just the, principle right. of it. Uh, yeah, I'm not talking about. A lot of times, people say, "Oh, you you are advocating for bad games, broken games." I'm not advocating for no bad games or broken games. Okay. I'm advocating for keep your word, because yeah. as a company, what happens is the more you lie to the consumer the less likely there are going to be willing to invest in you. And if I can't hold these dudes to a standard, I can't sit there and keep blowing out roses and saying, you're doing a fantastic job. I'm not yeah. going to do that, right? Because I'm one, I'm not on your payroll and I don't give a damn. Two, <laughs> yeah. um, I, I call Sony out all the time. I will be a hypocrite if I didn't call these guys Absolutely. out. All right. Absolutely. So there's 10 games that I saw that I that was the pillar of the games that I wanted. Where the hell is my Forza? We're talking about um Starfield, right? Not 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 shipping on time. All right, good. It's coming out September. Somebody tell me well, 60 days, King. You can wait 60 days. Shut up. I don't care <laughs> about you. Then give me my two months of Game Pass Ultimate. You send me the $30 back, and then I will oh. shut up, right? Okay. Now. Where's Forza at? So you're gonna tell me Forza is gonna launch what, probably in April? I mean, um, um, in October. October, probably October. All right. So now, what happens to Hellblade? Oh, that thought of Hellblade coming out this year might not happen. Why? Because everything is being pushed back systematically. So you're gonna give me the year that I could have got last year up until this year, next year. So you're doing it again. You're yeah. right back well, at it they- again. Well, this is the this is the thing I say. Like the pressure is on even more as a result because one year twelve month thing is cursed from the get go, absolutely cursed. Secondly, and this is the other point of the litmus test is that E three show, the pressure is on even more to deliver unnecessary. Yeah. And this, this is what Xbox does. This is why we, we, I'm used to it. Not shocked by it, but it was interesting to see your uh, observation. I completely agree with you. Um, don't agree with some of the takes or some of the people who go like, exactly King, like risk it. Didn't know how to frame his uh, sentiments well, but thank you for the super chat saying exactly King. But generally, it's an L on Xbox yes, until the game releases. L. And it's if, Hollow Knight. 
It's, it's, uh, it's games there that I walked away. I gave you a score based on what did you what give a score? Said. I yeah, Last I year. gave it a nine. I nine gave, for that yeah. shit show. What? No, way too if, generous. If, if those games came out, is it a shit show? <laughs> if those Bro, games that, do that come was, out, that was E three the year before that recycled anyway. It nah, was a bullshit you had show. Redfall, you had Starfield. You had Forza, which was what you had, what you had last year. You, you had a ton of games that was there. That uh, was that was a shit show. I'm sorry. Well, okay, okay, but, if you're quite generous, I think you might be happy with the E three this year. If it's like okay, oh, I don't know. my stand, I'm like they need to fucking kill it this time. What, kill, kill it? Kill what? It. Kill it with lies? Well, no, game. show us the games. I mean, unless you're saying they're going to show us is, this is why this is why personally I'm glad E3 doesn't have the predominance it once did because at that point all these companies were coming there to shield their fucking lie to come out as the top dog. Like <laughs> that's literally what it became. I mean, okay, if they show off the games, and I'm talking about Xbox first party games, and they because we haven't seen Perfect Dot, we haven't seen Un uh, Undead Labs State of Decay three. We have help. They coming this year. No chance. Exactly. So far, I can't. No, but show us. We haven't even seen gameplay for these games. We haven't even seen Perfect Dark's gameplay. We haven't seen Fable's gameplay. We haven't seen anything okay. more about Hellblade. Yeah. We haven't got it's a crazy. Date. All of so, that, there's a lot of pressure for Xbox, a lot of burden for them to discharge. And I'm, I'm not going to be, be easy on them this E3. We, not we at want all. to be at E3 this year. You're going, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to be there with you, bro. All right. Oh, so God. we're going to be at E3 this year. And yeah, of no course, bullshit, just because we're hyped there. We're yeah. going to be we're, we're, yeah, we're yeah. definitely giving 100% of what, what we see. Yeah, I think they ditched the 12-month format. I think the format was a detriment. It was an albatross around their neck. And I think they're going to show uh, games in the future, games that are going to release at some point in time and release itself from that burden and take away that undue stress that's definitely unnecessary at this point in time, right? And they, yeah. they probably will give us a date for like a Hellblade or something like that. But don't give dates. Right, just yeah. show the gameplay, and the game will release. Do a Nintendo, do a Sony, and then you have like a state of play, like a month out when the game is getting ready to come out, and you do it that way. Uh, yeah. Learn from your mistakes. I told them you were going to get the righteous smoke if that game slipped, and it slipped, but it didn't slip by much. But we saw sixty frames for, per second. Yeah, when the game comes out, I'll be happy. I'm not a super Starfield dude. My thing was about the letter of the law. Right, because yeah. if if and right, I gave it's a scenario, right, it's principle. If I gave I gave the scenario, it's Timmy, the fact, Smokey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if little Timmy had twelve months to live, and little Timmy said, "You know what? I'm gonna game with Microsoft because they said for twelve months I'm gonna get these thirty games." <laughs> a dark analogy. And, 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 little Timmy you know, is literally terminal, and he goes, "I'm gonna yes. wait for Microsoft." And and, oh, and the time oh, is ticking on little Timmy. And he said, but I only want to play Starfield. And little Timmy will sadly be gone by the time this game comes out. God. Because you lied to Timmy. Timmy could have used his time wisely. How dare you? <laughs> Timmy is now I'm, dead. Starfield. And luckily, it will be a 76 map. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, do you think, do you yeah. think, do you think uh, little Timmy cares is 60 frames per second? But he's gone. He's gone. Dad, he's not here anymore. So I he took the beautiful hypothetical little Timmy. I really do. No, but it was good to get your view on it. And then you, you're right. See, the um, we always keep it, we always keep it uh, real here. 
we always do. Risky, because it's now cool because King's saying it. Risky, you do not understand. You need to learn to listen and <laughs> understand nuance. He's very new in the space and he still doesn't just do himself any favors. Just why I don't bother. Uh, but thank you for being here and for the super chats. Uh, but yeah, King, you thank guys. you so much. Sorry to keep you waiting. No, no. It, 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 it and, yeah, yeah, yo, likewise. great to meet you. It's hilarious. I gotta check out your stuff. This is fun. The fact that she's an X-Men fan, you know, I told you hey. my views oh, gotta go. That's why I went. No, oh, give them to me. <laughs> yo, these moves, that, that Wolverine is fourteen hundred. He's out of here. I believe it. I already know. I already know. All right, I'll see you guys later. Take yeah, care, man. Take care. Thank Take you care. for the information, oh. brother. <laughs> Thank you so much, man, for coming on. By the way, before we go there, Cassie, you are a beast. This, I'm not, I'm Cassie new. Books. I'm very new to yeah. comic books, yeah? And for the people who are like, uh, comic books, read Power of X, House of X by this Unless crazy you're a person Jean called Hickman. Unless you are a Jean Grey fan, because he does her oh, no yeah. favors. She's a, what yeah, I like yeah, to call a tabula rasa. Someone that clearly the way that she's written was born yesterday, as far as I can tell. <laughs> Honestly, if you're into if you like X-Men, go read a lot of their older stuff, man. Honestly. This stuff. No, don't listen to her. Uh, even though she knows more about X-Men than I ever could, and she's wearing the hat and the t-shirt. This is for someone who's not into a comic book or never has been. Well, I had some comics, but never had the chance to read them that much. Um, I'm shocked at how good this story is. But it's a straight tangent. Like so some, of like, it's, some of it's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Some of it is good. I've read so a little bad. bit of Hickman. I've read a little bit of Hickman. If you like that, I'm telling you, there is way better content. If you like that, that's cool. But there is way better X-Men content out there. Stuff like X-Men Forever, the original Dark Phoenix saga. Um, like early 2000s X-Men. Uh, with, with, I'm a Jean Grey fan. So that that stuff to me is awesome, but mm -hmm. definitely characters have some of the best highs, and it's never it's it hasn't quite come back from that. But if you like that, that's cool. I'm just telling you that's like that's like first base. I'm talking okay. about stuff like like home runs. Okay, no, well, fair enough. And I want I want to take up the chat's time on comic book chat. They'll be like, "What are you talking about?" Hoggy Chatty with the five dollars. He goes, "Well, Sony bought a live service game studio, and its first release after acquisition wasn't all that good." Hashtag Sony killed Bungie. Game on source. Yeah, he's talking about the expansion that hasn't been met that positively or reviewed that well for Destiny. Um, but. Is that Sony? What way? Or? Like, is it is it because of the story or is it just the overall gameplay? I don't know because I boycotted Destiny too. <laughs> That's yeah, why I, I've I have been no done idea. With it. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the uh, if it's just because content. of the story, to me, Destiny's story. I played Destiny One, Destiny Two. Uh, story's never been really good to me. <laughs> Yeah, no, they, they relegated to the sidelines and those grimoire cards and whatever, and it's like, tell us the story properly. I don't know how well Destiny 2 changes that, but it doesn't look like it from observation. Risk it with a $3 super chat. goes, they're going to charge you $70 for uh, LS still, which is, what's LS? Live service. Uh, live service. Oh, Sony ah. means, uh, and they're 10 live service games. Uh I think it'll be free to play. Um, the it could be anyway. whether they do. I don't know. Sony cocky, man. They really They're cocky. cocky. It, well. it wouldn't They're surprise me. I mean, some yeah. of this third party, these third party companies are insane. 
I mean, look yeah. at Gotham Knights. Oh, just because what Rocksteady's making it, all of a sudden that makes it viable? I mean, if you told yeah. me that Gotham Knights was made by Rocksteady like 10 years ago, you showed me like gameplay of this, I'd tell you that you're lying to my face. So, yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, fair, that, yeah, Rocksteady, what do you, please, that game. It's a that's a volition game, as far as I could tell. <laughs> State, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Saints Row. Uh, yeah. Yeah, hopefully not. God of Emperor, God Emperor Sofa King goes, facts, Cassie Cage with a $2 super chat. Uh, there's a lot of things I'm sure he's referring to there. <laughs> Just gone blurry as you, whatever you're doing. Uh, <laughs> the game, the camera froze. DC Gaming, thank you, man, for the $2 super chat. The, the gaming community is based on wasting money. I think there's a bit of big element of truth to that, and I can attest to it with Apex Legends. Uh, Kayasanti with a $5 super chat. Salute to the panel chat. Special salute to Cassie Cage. Hey, thank you, sir. PC Master Race facts. What, Kayasanti? <laughs> I didn't realize you're a massive PC guy. Target Chani with a $5 and being generous as always. He goes, freedom isn't free, but these codes are free. We never know who actually claims them, but... Thank you, uh, Hoggy. Hogwarts Deluxe Steam Global Edition. Gotham Knights Steam Global Edition. The PC Master Race is getting blessed. So shout out to Hoggy. Such a nice guy. $2 super chat from Hustle and Motivated. Good to see you, man. It was great to see King David, who just left now, and King Cage, uh, Cassie Cage on the panel. Uh, funnily enough, when... Um, he said, reached out to me, as you know, we've got more combat character on, on the show now because <laughs> of your name. <laughs> um, was that your name prior to Cassie Cage being a more combat? Oh, no. So I was big on Cassie Cage and MKX. So like that's kind of like my Internet alias because my real name is Cassie, spelt the same way. But oh, okay. uh, I don't obviously use my last name on here. So uh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, risk it with the eight dollar super chat. Goes. I framed it perfectly. You just read one tweet and went half half cocked and didn't listen. Standard. I'm used to it. Or you definitely used to taking the L's. So J Pro with a two dot pound super chat. Goes. Rest in peace, Lance Riddick. Yeah, that was. I was out last night and I saw that and I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah. I was like, what. Like, Dude is one of the most healthy. iconic voices, man. Like, honestly. And it's the sad wire, to see him go. Eric Andre show. Like, I just, like, immediately, it was just like, the guy's healthy. They, he died of natural causes, but I don't know what that means. But, you know, of, well, well, I don't know what natural causes is for a man that's 60, but hey. Yeah, man. He's so healthy, man. Like, that, that's a bit, it's way too soon. Um, and it's really sad. Uh, the guy has uh, so much potential for love, but. You know, when you see what people did on Destiny, they all like next to the NPC oh, yeah? character, um, they just like bowed over or paid their um, respects. And the family, oh, I think it was um, his wife, uh, actually tweeted out and said, I'm aware of that, and this means a lot. Um, and, uh, oh man, that's, that's awesome! Yeah, and it's gaming, it goes to show. And I was thinking, like, the he lives on through that game like he can always Thanks. listen to him and his movies but he can interact to a certain degree in gaming which makes it a little bit more special um but yeah um yeah so thank you for the super chats everyone and sorry um king david had to duck out there uh, but if you enjoyed the show smash that like button now diablo 4 is at what the beta's out if you pre-order the game you get to play it um, the open beta next weekend, which is why I'm going to be on the fence because Diablo always has some day one problems. And 
I was hyped after playing Diablo 3. I love that game. Um, what happened? Ace has done I something. I my keyboard. It's okay. I kind of need it. <laughs> okay, sorry. I thought it was like, what? Diablo 3? I'm like, what? It wasn't that bad a take. I like Diablo. <laughs> um, it was my first Diablo, and I enjoyed it. Um, but I don't know what the, the takes are. Cassie, are you a Diablo fan? Have you played it? I played three. I, it was pretty damn good. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I'm open to dungeon crawlers. I haven't really dipped into them like I probably should have. Just time in life. I've honestly been patiently waiting, and I don't think it's ever going to happen. You're going to laugh at me for uh, the remake of Diablo 2 to come to Steam Everyone because I refuse <laughs> to touch that Battle.net trash. I just will not do it. So what the sooner that Battle.net is not that bad, is it? <laughs> um, so my good buddy, uh, shout out to Ninth Pixel. He's one of my uh, regular gamers that's not involved in uh, the, you know, gaming community, but uh, on Twitter and such. But uh, yeah, he got his Battle.net account got hacked and which led to all sorts of insane things happening. Basically, it was like a month's worth of headache for the poor man. So, uh, oh yeah, I will God. avoid that. Yeah. yeah. Do you, really you use Game Pass on your PC? Yes, I do. It'll probably come to that first, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope so. Uh, it would be nice to you because I never got to experience Diablo 2. I hear a lot of great things about it. Uh, I'd even play the OG version. Um, if they, you know, I would like to purchase it if it's a good game. If not, whatever. But um, we'll see. Yeah. see I, I, I love mean, Diablo 3. I played, I got it when it came out on the PC and I played a witch doctor on there and then when it came out on the console I got it again and it's better on the console I don't care what anyone says it's the the one game that is better yeah. on console than it is on PC and there will be some like yeah. hardcore Diablo fans that hate me for saying that but this game plays better on a controller and for some reason you cannot use a controller on the PC version um because it's ah. weird about it I played so, it on switch funny enough <laughs> I love Diablo 3 on the controller though you, you can roll through all the pots and stuff and it's just more fun it's just a better game um but Diablo 4, the Xbox tried to convince me to buy it. I, I fired up the Xbox to get the Exo Primal demo, and, and it said Diablo 4, and I clicked on it to see what's going on with this beta. And it's not the, the, the default price, but the price that it presents to you first up is £99.99. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw that, and that's what put me off. And then it I'm just like, reminded uh... me that I hate Blizzard. <laughs> I don't hate Blizzard, I hate Activision, and I hate Activision's ownership of Blizzard. And Diablo, yeah. I mean, we've mentioned so many times on this show so far today, live service games and battle passes and whether they belong in £70 games or not. And for me, battle passes, like Fortnite has battle passes. And in return for that, you get a shitload of content for free. Like that's how the game is sustained. You don't buy Fortnite, you buy cosmetics and battle passes and they give you content and content and content and content. But Blizzard and the way yeah. that they've handled previous content and World of Warcraft, I do not trust that content is coming to that game. Like, it's going to be a game that you buy for 70 to 100 quid. And then it's going to be battle passes. And then they're probably going to charge you for the expansions. If they can come out now and tell me, like, the expansion, the equivalent of the Necromancer stuff. So Diablo 3 had, like, quite a significant expansion of its Necromancer stuff. Yeah. If they say the equivalent of that content, we're giving you that for free now because we're sustaining this game with live service elements and battle passes, maybe I'll buy it. But until I see that, I'm yeah. just I'm looking at this thinking, you're pricks. I don't like you, Activision. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. And it's a shame because I love the Diablo games and I do want to play it. But... So uh, you'll be trying the open beta then? You haven't. I'll try it next weekend it. to see what it's like. But like when people say that they don't like these live service elements, I I'm quite 
staunch on that. They have a place. They, like Life service isn't always bad. Microtransactions have a place. They can be done well. They can sustain a game. They can give you content. But Activision's approach has always yeah. been, we'll have a bit of everything. We'll charge you for the content and we'll charge microtransactions and we'll charge that. And if we can charge anything else, we're going to do that too. You better believe it. So... Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. And that uh, I, I agree with you there. That just put me off there. I looked at that price. I'm like, what really? And all the things we're hearing in the background. But the chat it has is saying nice things as far as the quality of the game because none of us have played it. Def four has uh, Nick says D four has been chef's kiss. Loads of people are saying uh, it's great. It says it gives you gives them D Des D Diablo two vibes, not Destiny. Um, Boba says Boba Fett Gaming says D four is Diablo four is more like Diablo three but with depth. Um, so it's better than three by miles, according to Wandering Dark. It looks Duck great. Mike. It does. I've watched does people play it. It looks awesome, but it, it does seem like a greedy ass game. I'm sorry. It's like, you know, prior to the game to for the what is it? The beta or buy this freaking chicken sandwich from KFC for the beta. Like, are you kidding me? Like just that alone. <laughs> I'm just like, nah, I'm good. I'll, I'll wait for the free free entry. That was just laughable yeah. to me at best. Yeah, uh, did they do that? They actually do a KFC they promo. Did do that? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, you buy this chicken sandwich, this particular chicken sandwich, and you get a beta code. It's laughable. I don't understand. But oh, but I've got it. Um, like chicken. I'm not gonna get the beta code instead of paying whatever it is to pre-order this game. But okay, that's really good. That's really good. Um, that the servers <laughs> held up for the beta. Um, it's a shame that the ABK deal couldn't go through though. This could be a Game Pass entry. That's pretty much out of the picture now because Phil Spencer and company were looking forward to having this on Game Pass. It would have made a massive, massive splash on Game Pass as well. Like the numbers would be astronomical. Even the PC guys would be like, yo, uh, we're going to get this on Game Pass. Why not? Why would you not? Uh, Asmongold lost his beta character. Well, that's not good. Uh, well, it's a beta. That so sucks. hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've out. seen, um, oh no, it's Alex playing it and, uh, he yeah. got booted like five times in the span of three hours last night. It's like, that's a pleasant game. <laughs> like World of Warcraft happens all the time. Um, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen day one. Cause when Diablo three launched, that had a myriad of issues, but I'm looking forward to it. Definitely. Cause Diablo three, I loved it, uh, and opened my eyes to it. But me and a friend of mine, Dean, we're going to be playing the open beta so next week so apologies we don't have much hands-on experience it's still in beta but for those of you uh who have played it it seemed very positive that's good great news that's really good news um <laughs> king david's not here so i feel like we've lost a, a big element of the xbox signs more deals thing and asa i know you don't want to talk about abk but you did rear your head for on social media to talk about it and um your if i paraphrase this well which i won't um we're basically saying that this is a it's because it's heating up and they were coming to key dates in this whole xbox activision blizzard thing and my xbox assigned two more deals uh with companies one company's name i don't even remember these are smaller companies but trying to microsoft is trying to kill off this nascent cloud market argument you drew attention to the fact that they're pretty much small companies. They won't make that big a splash or make a persuasive case on that front. 
Well, it's it's not that they're small companies. So they've um, they've signed deals with I can't remember the name Boosteroid, Utamix, is Boosteroid. it? Um, yeah. And um, and GeForce Now, obviously, they did before as well with Nvidia, and they. Their public presentation of this is that they're bringing games to to more people, like 150 million more gamers or whatever. But two out of those three services already have Call of Duty on them, um, and the but other one doesn't. said Xbox games as well. They didn't just say yeah. Call. They are bringing some Xbox games to them, which they could have done at any point in time. So obviously, it is to appease regulators, mm-hmm. and that makes a lot of sense. And I'm not like unhappy about that. But in terms of um, in terms of like its weight in getting things through, they're addressing one very specific concern, and that's the, the cloud gaming space, that they're not going to withdraw content that's already out there. They're presenting it to the public like they're bringing these things to more people than ever before. And the only deal that actually does that at the moment is the Switch one, um, which isn't necessarily yeah. a good thing uh, for, for me anyway. But the it's just it's just about the weight of it and the way that they, they're all bluster and pomp on everything that they're doing, and it's getting a little bit annoying. I'd rather they just like... If these deals mean anything, then take it to the regulators. What's the Twitter presentation for? What is this big public facade around it? Because you're just misleading people and making them think you're doing things that you're not. You're, you're claiming that you're bringing it to do more people. Do you think that's massively misleading, though, for them to shout? I do, because I've seen be so many there. people saying, ah, they're bringing it to more places than ever before and citing these deals because they don't understand that Call of Duty is already though, on these platforms, right? Well, COD is one thing. They're bringing but more Xbox. That's the one I mean, that they're talking about. It's just... I, but, I, the whole, you know, that I don't like to talk about this in general, but in terms of like yeah. the previous, I don't know how long it's been. It's been like seven years or something that we've been waiting for this deal to close. And I just, I don't <laughs> like the PR campaign that goes along with it because it just feels like a mess. Like it feels like they're manipulating their audience to fight for them and they don't need to do that. Just, it's a, it's a legal case. Just present your arguments out of the way so we don't have to talk about it's it every m- week. Lot more li- and, it's a lot more political than it's legal, I would say. Yeah. No doubt. It is a lot- it's- this is like a poker hand and, uh, you know, whether uh, which side cheats or not, you know, is whatever. But each side is going to play their hand till the very end. That's just what it is from a legal standpoint. Yeah. And I, I, that's the case. But it's a political exercise. That's why you get the media involved. you got the FCC, Zena Khan's senior lawyers. On I have a question that. for you, though, because you can you can inform me because I don't follow it that closely because it's not interesting. Um, but... So they've addressed bringing it to to consoles with their Nintendo deal and their PlayStation deal. And I've always said from the start uh-huh. that PlayStation shouldn't be a massive hurdle anyway, but it turns out they've managed to be a bit of a, a thorn. Um, they've addressed the like cloud providers, so people that have got the infrastructure. You've got NVIDIA and Boosteroid and whoever else. They've, they've tried to address that with these recent deals. The third point that was raised as a concern was the multi-game subscription services. And for me, this is the one that they haven't... like got an answer for at the moment but randall thor said that that's not an issue anymore i don't know why he, why he says that i don't know why okay. he said that he said that the regulators have made a position that they're they've kind of taken a position on it I, i'm not doubting him so i just don't know what what he's alluding to I, what does that mean as in they must have made it either release a statement or there's not much of a focal point on that in their rhetoric which i haven't seen uh, from a cursory glance there isn't um I don't think that's the kind of thing that we would fail on. Even this stuff with the cloud nation market, I think it was always, always so pie in the sky, crystal wall stuff anyway. Like what what does a nascent cloud market look like in a few years? I think that, and I said like when it started, I didn't think the console space was going to be a problem because that is competitive. But the nascent space is the cloud space and the subscription services. Microsoft themselves say that like 
they want Game Pass to go to we don't know how many like hundreds of millions of people. That is a big deal. Yeah. Um, like I, that's where I could see regulators wanting answers, and that's the only bit that I haven't seen answers for yet. And that doesn't mean that well, it's a problem. What would answers look like in uh, practically? If I were, if well, I were Microsoft and I wanted to give a practical answer for it, I'd put Call of Duty on one or two other multi-game subscription services like playstation plus they've offered it to uh, a price that sony won't accept but you've got ea ubisoft luna like there's a bunch of them um there's another cloud service black nut or whatever it's called they can just go to any of them and offer it if they want to address that point and i don't know i mean microsoft's words are like it, it's not about call of duty so i don't know what they want to do and obviously they're playing this game with the regulators and that's what yeah. happened behind the scenes so i don't i don't really know <laughs> it's messy though and i understand why you 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 fidget about this because it's like it's it's just not fun it detracts from the gaming conversation it does but it's such a massive gigantic deal that's coming to a point where people will if you think it's bad now it's going to get worse and this it's is going to be a fucking yeah. disaster for me it'll just be like ah i don't want to talk about <laughs> it anymore Personally, I haven't been talking about this. I normally avoid talking about this. All that matters to me is the conclusion. And it's one of those things where I'm yeah. like, honestly, more than anything, I am neutral. But I do see like, you know, the problem with it going through or not going through. I mean, like, you know, I think that this deal going through could get PlayStation to work harder, which I think would be a it good thing. Uh, I think that, you know, Activision, they need to clean house with uh, Bobby Kodak, that piece of shit, as well as some of the people <laughs> that they they have up in, in Activision. So on that front, I think it, it is a good thing if Microsoft was to acquire Activision. But I also, you know, I'm knowledgeable on, for example, Hollywood and, and the filmmaking process. Back in like the 80s, Hollywood had like 40 major production companies. Now there's only like four in modern day. And that's why mm. everything in Hollywood just feels the same. If you get, yeah. as an actor, if you get blackballed by like Disney, then the chances are you're not getting any work anywhere because there's only like three other people to go to. I understand the problem of consolidation in the long term because we've seen it in other forms of entertainment. So that does scare me. And when you're saying that, you know, Microsoft is going to buy up the biggest third party publisher there is. Um, while I personally don't care if they do, because it makes no difference to me on PC, I do see that if that happens, the reality is any company can grab up any other publisher at any time. And while I think I Microsoft isn't. Yeah, yeah. And but this this sets the precedent that if this goes through, anything can and will go through. And in that sense, I, I do find a problem with it. I don't think it's on account of Microsoft. I don't think they're trying to do anything bad. Uh, it's just more so the, the you know, it's the bad. It, yeah. It's the other companies and the future and the dark realities of consolidation in general. The concept of consolidation and why it's bad, and I understand that. And a lot of people, or the detractors of it, or particularly the PlayStation fanboys, have just jumped on this very, you know. They don't understand. They don't understand. I honestly, I refuse to talk economics with these people. A lot of them can't <laughs> even. They can't even meet you at economics one hundred and one, which is resources are finite. You really think I'm going to have a conversation about economics with these people? No, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, look, no, honestly, I agree I've seen and and one of these dudes went at you. I think uh, just all these like. 
these pretend lawyers oh, yeah. with all their their documents that they're point they have like their emoji fingers pointed to this this and that it's these people are a laughing stock of gaming and that's why i don't really yeah. like talking about this show. i want to talk about the games i want to talk about yeah. like the things that actually make gamers gamers and and i just laugh at at these absolute they are not like clowns they are the entire fucking circus on, on yeah. twitter with this nonsense it is. It's true. People don't understand the nuance, and it's, it's being weaponized on both sides because of oh, yeah. whatever that's But I find it find it hard for Sony to make a case against it, other than the raw numbers and the principles of it. And we had David Jaffe on, who went on um, Destin Legary's show, and he is, does not hold back. Called it Jim Ryan. Oh, well, I can't repeat it because that's how crazy he is. But I, I do feel strongly about it because in the, on the facts of the case, on the state of ABK, its management, its studio management as well, the IPs, and in, it's in need of a change. If it's not Microsoft, which has a spotty history in management anyway, it could be Tencent. And that's the thing that I, I really find. So we had six this week, six developers, um, India and some, but one a 4D Scottish outfit that helped with Minecraft. And then you've got um, the rest of them being anonymous. Uh, Presumably a lot of them are indie. I don't know. Um, But one of the best points uh, I I saw that is just basically saying, look, uh, China-based giant Tencent is already an investor in Activision. If Microsoft is prevented from acquiring Activision, would the UK customers be better served if they were acquired by Tencent instead, Chinese publishers in our industry benefit from an unfair advantage of due to the fact that the Chinese market is closed to Western companies through various regulations. They, that's true. Whereas the Chinese companies can freely access Western markets. And that's why this very political exercise in America, why I feel like it's destined to be winning anyway, because the executive order will be like, well, hold on. Like China, you just say the word China, it just spooks people in America. And it's just like, how can we give that advice? On the political front, I and big business and the push they have and the clout they have, just find it very, very hard to see big business being curtailed by a regulator that's being, it's not a good look right now for Lena, uh, Lena Khan. Uh, all senior members of the team are leaving. Uh, asking for more money, there's mismanagement. She's going off on a tirade just to build her legacy. And that's my view, but it's a view of a lot of people. Ultimately, we'll go through, but my, in my opinion, I think the question is, what are the concessions? Um, and I also, you might think this is fantastic, but I think that if Sony hasn't come to the table, I don't think they should get the deal at all. They can't be obstructive and then still get the deal. But Microsoft, in my opinion, has played this very weakly. And I've always said that. And this is one of the notions in my anti-Xbox video last year. Like, what are you doing? Like, you have no, no sharpen your fangs a little. Stop being so Mr. Nice Guy. But that's, we'll, we'll cut ABK talk until next time, until we start. No. Uh, <laughs> Not until next time. Get it off your chest and let's never Damn. talk about it again until it's done. <laughs> that, that, so for today, that is all ABK stuff. Or and our commitment will, um, that we're not going to talk about it again until it's done. It's not true. Not I have true, the mute not button. True, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about it. Uh, but, I mean, what, can we end it on a gaming note? What can yes, we please. end it on? That was the last topic. What What can we talk about? Because it, that, we've talked about all the good games. So we've talked about ABK. I, I want to end it on a happy note, but I don't know what to end it on. 
Bobby Kotick. Ladies and gentlemen, on that note, <laughs> um, look, look anything we've been over oh, that. Anything but that. Um, but yeah, definitely. Look, let's see, let's see what happens. It's it's it's, it's a weird, it's just getting really annoying. Um, but hopefully one day it will end. If it doesn't end, you're right, Asa. Can you imagine talking about this nonsense? On court, it has on court to go through for that reason. Otherwise, we're going to get like all <laughs> the legal fallout afterwards and uh, oh, there'll, there'll be no more of this show. We'll just stop. I will talk about anything else other than that when I do my podcast. I I'll talk about the RoboCop game coming out. That's what I'm more excited for than talking about ABK nonsense. I can't. Okay. A Robocop, well there's a Robocop game yes, coming out. Yes, there is. And it looks it looks as yeah. B-tier as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a good Robocop game if it wasn't B-tier, because then it's <laughs> true to its form. Uh, but yeah, like, let's see. Let's see what happens. Well, but yeah, Dr. Hawk in the chat, shout out to you, man. Um, he did... So, Face, last week you super chatted and I read it out saying Resident Evil 4 is decisively running better on PlayStation. That's not the case. Um, I think it's better on uh, FPS, but worse on resolution. Oh, that's the Robocop game. That looks... Let's see if like we get Robocop, some gameplay. Yep. <laughs> there is gameplay. It it's like super B2. <laughs> um, the big positive, it's actually voiced by uh, Peter Weller, the original Robocop, so that's pretty cool on that front. Oh, that's wicked. Is that screen space or <laughs> ray trace? <laughs> that looks like screen space to me. This is this is next gen only games, so uh, have fun. It looks nice. It, I mean, it, it looks, nice looks nice until you zoom in, and then it looks. <laughs> it's rough. It looks good it's to rough. Me. Is it rough? Okay. Well, this RoboCop game wasn't. <laughs> Top Dog says this is running on the Series S. Uh, shout out to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, next week we get <laughs> Resident Evil Four. It's going to be a mad one, but let's see. Um, I think it's time to wrap up the show. Uh, didn't have anything planned after the ABK stuff, but and Asa, you're looking uh, quite poorly, and I'm really sorry. And thank you, man, for just. He needs his it. rest, man. <laughs> he definitely does. He definitely does. Cassie, people loved you. I knew it. I, I knew it. I had to. At the <laughs> consolidation, they said it was bad. I just came on Big Cloud's show. That's where I had the pleasure of meeting you. I was like, nope, just doing yep. it for you a bit. He's coming on go live thank you oh, so no, much don't let him hear us. that <laughs> no, it is awesome the chat is really cool i wish i could have conversed with uh more honestly but you guys are really awesome man shout out to you thanks for having me on guys it was good to meet you as well it's a uh, really cool i do hope you feel better uh yeah i love talking about gaming i also love talking about film more so old school film i'm very uh i'm very old school i'm a bit on the retro side so uh oh, yeah that's that's what i'm into uh you want to check out what I got going on? You can always hit me up on Twitter, Cult Classic Cage, or YouTube, uh, Cult Classic Cage, and talk about whatever I'm personally interested in or what I have personal problems with. So it's very personal to me. And if you're into that, hey, it's cool. If not, totally understand. But um, I'm actually like less than 20 subs away from hitting 1.5K. I didn't think I'd get 300 subs. So the mm -hmm. fact that I'm as far as I am is shocking. So. No, wicked. The, everyone in chat, Isla, thank you so much. You're so lovely. She's linked Cassie's uh, Cassie's stuff on Twitter. Follow her on YouTube. Thank you, man. Smash Thanks. the subscription. Get her to 1.5k and more and more. Shocking. Uh, Shocking. People need. Uh, that's what uh, people need. No nonsense. Uh, chat, uh, and that's why uh, I had an affinity with I you on the show. It. Thank you so much. I hope you had a good time. You killed it. I did. You it was awesome, it. man. It was good meeting uh, uh, King King David as well. So it's a shame you couldn't be here right now, but hey, I uh, gotta appreciate what time you do have in this life. 
So yeah, absolutely. Very, very, very poignant there as well. Shout out to you, Cassie. Thank you so much again. We had an absolute blast. Asa, I know you're in a rush to go. Anything to say to to the peeps? No, I'm obviously I'm going to thank everyone for coming again. And Cassie, you've you've earned a lot of fans today. I can see that they've they've loved your takes on there because. Because you're honest and passionate about the things that you like and, and you don't care about Activision Blizzard. So so it's been great. Um, <laughs> King, if you happen to catch us back, everybody loves King coming on this show. So hopefully we'll get him again soon. But yeah, apart from me being like a mess, it's been a good one. So Gaz, what are you up to for the next week? Um, so, so very busy. Um, I have to do a source video, which I'm trying to get out before Wednesday, because on Wednesday it's a Ramadan. And Ramadan means I have to be on good behavior and the source and good behavior don't go well together. So I have pressure to make this video and release it before uh, Wednesday. Um, I'm, I'm, oh, by the way, it's Samurai Kiwiji's birthday. He's doing a live stream in, in a, now or maybe in a bit. So I might just join his live stream, play some Halo, uh, just to say happy birthday. And I've got the videos as well. Another video in the works, sort of talking about the mid-gen consoles and why we don't need it. And lots more, lots more stuff. And I'll be live streaming as well, my personal thing where I, I just, you know, I've, I've done some streams. So, so yeah, anyway, don't need to say Aces, uh, ready to go. Thank you so much, everyone. Lovely to, you guys kill it every, every time. And I'm really grateful for you being here. So smash the like button if you enjoy the show and we'll see you. And also shout out to Spotify users as well and everyone on, on podcast stuff. And thank you so much, everyone. Shout out, peace, and we'll see you next time. Brrrah!